0: This is Riley And for a dollar a day You can contribute to this poor zookeeper So that he could travel To exotic places like Australia No zookeeper Like Riley Should have to suffer alone For mere pennies An hour, dollars a day He can go on fabulous adventures With his friends From Morelia Python Radio Don't let Riley suffer one day more. Open your hearts and your wallets. Contribute. Send Riley around the world. Don't let Riley suffer one day more.
1: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Welcome to Moralia Python Radio and we are here tonight um, and we are drinking with our good friend Riley and Owen and we are celebrating eight years of doing this crazy podcast and I can't believe Owen is not sick of me yet.
0: I've tried. Like, that's The problem is mm. that... Um... And I think we divulged everyone today on Facebook when you were like, here's to eight more years. And I told you, you get five months max. <laughs> and you then told me that I wasn't allowed to quit because I posted this on Facebook as Merlia Python Radio, not as Owen McIntyre. Correct. And now I finally figured out I keep trying to quit but I'm not doing it correctly. I don't have the right header yes. on. So, we require
1: um, a two-year notice.
0: Yeah, it's been eight <laughs> years I've been trying to get out of here, but yeah. you know, I tried leaving it episode two, but uh, <laughs> I keep not doing it correctly. There are all these loopholes and things that I have not gotten my way through. So uh, one day I shall be free, but not right now. Not right now? Okay. No, nope, right. not right Fair now. Yeah. At least they
2: get two years on your contract. <laughs> Two years, and then
0: we can renegotiate. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to, uh, um, I'm going to go to uh, Maui and you know take a bunch of Instagram photos of myself lounging uh, <laughs> on the beach while I say that my peeps are working on my contract at NPR. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Course, with you know, my pasty skin on the beach, I will die of some form of exposure to the sun. So uh, I will not make it back. So we'll all be in vain.
1: Speaking of which, uh, just on a side note there for put a pin in that. um, But, you know, make sure you bring sunscreen uh, (laughs) next week, Owen. (laughs) Because it's like 107 degrees. I know, right? I'm like, it's 30 degrees.
0: And then I'm looking at Australia. It's 100 and something. I'm like, we're going to die. It's funny because you sent me that list of things that we're going to buy when we arrive. Yes. And one of them is sunblock. And I'm like, yep, going to need that. Yes. And um, we had to try to figure out, because I don't know if you, did we ever figure out what's going on with the hiking poles, if they'll allow us to put those in our carry-on? I did not. Okay.
1: I have you, failed you. you to.
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I you, will find out, though.
0: I will find Riley, out. Riley, Eric found these really cool, like, hiking poles that the tips unscrew, and you can screw a snake hook. Like tipped to the front, so they're like really cool, and they have compasses in them, and they have a really cool handle, and they can like telescope, and it has a snake hook at the end of it. And if I don't get to bring this to Australia with me, I will be so upset. (laughs) Like, oh man! Like I want this thing. Like I'm gonna put this in rotation when I get home. This thing is awesome.
2: (laughs) So, the only way that can be better is if it were hollow and you had a flask built into it.
1: Holy shit, man! It now you're hollow. thinking it is hollow. It is hollow.
2: It oh, is and
3: you hollow. you
1: put a drink Keep in yours, time. and I will put some kind of uh, plant substance in mine. Oh, <laughs> the problem with that is at is we're the going aboriginal style, bro. But
0: in the, at the airport, they're going to tell me to pour it out. They're going to arrest you. So, <laughs> true
1: story. But I'll Thank be in you. Australia, so. <laughs>
0: I'll just have to Australian tell Dory. Australian jails? Right, sorry, well. Dory.
1: <laughs> I'm stuck here.
0: i <laughs> little Joey. It's like, yeah, no. It's, uh... yeah.
1: Oh, dear. So, anyway. yeah. Um, what were we talking about again?
0: We have a show to do, if <laughs> ah, you recall. That's true. How many drinks have you had? Uh, Why am I the one who's like, you no. you got to catch I up, man. <laughs> I know. I can't be the moral compass of the show. We've talked about this a million times. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's when all things go south.
0: (laughs) Everything goes haywire when you leave me alone. Yes. Um, But no, it's been eight years, and we're doing the show. And obviously, normally, we have the master of ceremonies himself, Mr. Rob Stone, on, but he is unavailable tonight. But he did send over a bunch of clips, which now, with our newfound audio skills, uh, (laughs) sounds so much worse. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it does man it sounds you listen so back horrible. to the clips you're like Ooh. oh my god <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> anyway yeah um but it's also really cool because we can inter intercut them uh and obviously we're going to react to uh, a lot of the really cool stuff and what what year is this what season is this three four twelve what i don't remember the, what, what, what what season are we listening to
1: Oh, this is just a mix of stuff.
0: A mix? A mix yeah. of stuff. It's, it's Rob's Think of favorite it like things.
1: greatest hits. But oh. it's kind of like... Um, it's stuff we haven't heard before, but a lot of it has to do with herping in Australia. So it's like the Ryan and the Nick and the Justin and the... You know, those kind of episodes. Great. Right. Yeah. So that was that kind of year. I can't remember what year it was. But I think it's like, a bu- it's like the next phase. Maybe 2014.
0: Was this the? Oh God, young Owen! If only I could warn you. <laughs> Just get out while you still can. But um, that is really cool to think about, especially with uh, this coming on. Because I don't know when were we originally supposed to go, but we couldn't make it. Was that fourteen?
1: I think I think that's in there a couple times, and I think Rob really put the put the.
0: He did that on purpose. He really he, he put it to me us. in this
1: one because I think I said since, like, 2012 that I'm going to Australia. <laughs> this is the year, Owen. This is the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, then you went and made me look like an asshole. Like, you yes. know, I know. it's
1: Well, you it's, know, it's i got to scope things out the first time. You know what I mean? We
0: send you first, and then if it goes well, I come. And then if it doesn't go well, you know, at least they only got one of us. This is That's true. the whole point. Yeah.
1: So what we're gonna do is we're going to play the drinking game clip. So (laughs) you guys you guys can play along.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Get get your glasses up.
6: What are the <laughs> official rules are uh, run of this uh the, the of radio drinking oh, by by <laughs>
0: way, the Morali, it was on it was on Marleigh pythons this week apparently there's been a drinking game invented for us, which I absolutely love the idea um the official rules are and these are straight off the of the uh, thread on Merleigh pythons and these are chosen by you the fans, you crazy bastards um the first thing is that Eric if you mention zebra, you have to take a drink. <laughs> Eric, if you mention Zebra Jag, it's two drinks. Maternal Incubation is one drink. Uh, Harris Scrubs is two drinks. If you tease me about non-cooperative Jayas, that's one shot plus a full beer chug. Um, <laughs> if you say the, word, say the word passion, as in these are my passions, it's two shots. If you mention your damn albino, you have to chug whatever drink you're drinking. Or if you mention the Terry Phillip method, that's three shots. That's you. <laughs> so, for me, if I mention Tigers, it's one drink. If I mention Stitcher's Tigers, it's two drinks. If I say, God damn it, it's three drinks. If I say, oh, dear God, it's two drinks. If I mispronounce Sean's name and say Sean Christensen, <laughs> it is four drinks. If I put an S at the end of Terry Phillips' name, if it's Terry Phillips, it's three drinks. If I say Ari Jaya, it's two shots. If I say black-white lips, three
5: shots. And if Howard Redding calls in, you, apparently you have to finish the bottle. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm so, so wasted. That. Oh, that is Howard the rule. So if call, you
7: then. are
0: playing, yeah, if okay. Howard calls in, you have to drink whatever bottle you're drinking. So, oh, good Lord. And of course, he's going to love that. So that's the rules. <laughs> Those are the rules. Those are the official rules. I would say that some of them need to change. Mm. You don't mention zebras as much as you Not used as to. Not as much. Also, Mahara, I think Mahara was just your flavor of the month because mm-hmm. you were obsessed with them at that one time. So I almost feel like that should rotate as well. Yeah. Um, and for the love of God, I think it's replaced, God damn it, or at least one of the things that I like to yell a lot. Um, <laughs> also, with your, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, that you keep trying to steal from the reptile and chill, guys. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh I hear
1: I hear Hoss might be out of a job. So, you know, I, gotta, uh, yeah, I he gotta, got I uh, got fired. You know, since you you might be leaving me, I have to, you know, I might have to go somewhere else too,
0: you know what I mean? I think it's time to actually have a combined spin-off where we send Riley and Hoss around the world <laughs> to uh, record podcasts from various places having no knowledge oh, yeah. of each other or what the hell's going on. Um Oh, I don't great. know. I, I think it'd be good. It's like a buddy cop Wait, drama. Wait,
1: we have to say like uh, fish and chips and carpets or something. A, oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> or, or carpets and oh, tea? God. Guys, <laughs> we're making a podcast
7: right now.
0: Mm. Uh, Riley, good like job.
2: So, uh... so <laughs> <laughs> be fine. So... The
0: cream It'll be fine. Yeah. He's, he's not. <laughs> I don't think he's going for it, man.
2: Uh, <laughs> we got to talk the contract details before I do anything.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, see, he's smart. I just he, signed a blank piece of paper, and yes. then Eric just in filled and in the that rest. Was, he, made, he made me sign it in blood, which was really weird, but I don't know. Yeah. Just remember,
1: <laughs> I made you.
0: <laughs> I can end you. Yeah. You um, know what Jim told me every night when I was young. But, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh so how did I guess we should start at the beginning right I mean right. you know we should start where it all started uh for for since now we have such clear audio as you'll hear through this rest of this show We're, uh, we're so
0: sorry it took so long but
1: <laughs> it's like I have to say back yep. in 2011 <laughs> oh my god the technology was not that good some of you weren't even born maybe you were 10 <laughs> you know but, uh, you know. Oh, God.
0: Who had, if you're listening right now. Wait, hold on, Riley. How old are you?
2: <laughs> yeah. 30. 30. He's so how old around. were you in
1: 2011?
2: 2011, I was 20. Shoot, I can't math right now. 22. Like
1: early
0: 20s. Yeah. I was only three years older than him at the time when. NPR started.
1: You don't count. You're an old man in okay. a young man's body. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sir. But um, it's—I mean, think about how many people actually who might be listening to this, who have all their carpet pythons and stuff like that, didn't even own a carpet in 2011.
1: It's kind of weird.
0: It's, it's extremely weird. weird. Yeah. So imagine how many people didn't even own and Matt. If you if you're listening to this right now. And you can sit back, D, did you even own a snake in 2011? I guarantee you there's some people who will be like, nope.
1: <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So this will be episode 421 is where we're at. I just looked it up. We
0: missed it by one. We, were, we, we had one, Damn. one too many. It's. I told you we should have taken another break.
1: Well, we can make this the later one and do another one before this one. We can, we can change things around, man. That's the beauty of how it is. Now yeah, we so, do it now. All right. So, all right. So I was a huge fan. Uh, so what, we're going to talk about how it started because now that we're in clear audio and stuff and people will actually hear it, and maybe we have new listeners that are joining that haven't heard the story. So, if
0: you hover, I was shut up, sit down,
1: fast forward. Yeah, you listen again, <laughs> yeah. yeah, quiet you. Um, so I was a huge fan of reptile radio, and reptile radio came out like 2008, nine, somewhere like that. And I thought, wow, this is genius. They're mixing uh, talk radio, which you know, was I listened to, and um, but they're talking about reptiles. So this is just the this is just the freaking coolest thing I've ever I ever heard. It just blew my mind that there was such a thing. Um, so and back then it wasn't on your phone. You had to have a little iPod and sync it up to your computer, and then the. Podcast would go into the thing, and yeah it was it was a whole big thing, but back then they did it on a Saturday night at twelve o 'clock midnight, which how they ever got guests to come on that show, I have no idea because that 's just the most crazy time ever, but um, a lot of it was listening live, and I used to get super excited when I would see that their you know my Sunday morning drive to work was just that much better because. You know, I would be able to listen to uh, their their show, and and they they kind of focused really around ball pythons, but they talked a little bit outside of that enough and they talked about the reptile business and where it was going and what if you wanted to do full-time and how to be a breeder and you know all these things how to vend show all this kind of stuff they would talk about which at the time you really would have to know somebody to really kind of get that kind of info you know i mean i don't know oh and how did you find out about vending a show like how did you figure that out
0: it was very trial by fire. It was um, uh, a lot of it was going to Hamburg and one on one with Balin and asking what he gets and how does he do that. And then
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, a lot of Google searches for uh, displays and things like that. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: my original acrylics were these like thick not very sparkly shiny kind of things that were in these plastic cases that didn't have handles. And if you didn't put them on the right way, the front, the lid would come flying off. It was one of those things. Um, but I never got the right lights. They never looked correct. I tried doing this, which was, uh, putting like white, um, like ground paper in there. So it was dust everywhere. The snakes would hide. So it was a lot of trial by fire. And, uh, That's pretty much how I learned it. It was a lot of the, I did this, it did not work, so I'm going to do something else. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much how I did it.
1: And now there's what like what six podcasts, reptile podcasts that are out there that can you can kind of hear that information. Which to me is, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but to me it's it's kind of priceless. You know, it is getting like a reptile education from some of the greatest people in the in the world.
0: There's also now like sixteen different uh, companies that make displays out of different things. There's the lights that you know people would recommend. There are all those links to that stuff. There's people have tried this and it worked out and did that and worked out. So it's there's a lot of other people who kind of did it for you. I mean everybody kinda had the one tablecloth and then Jason Balin had one printed with all his stuff on it that form fitted to the table and everybody went and got those. It's like, that's how that works is somebody would try something. It would kind of work and we'd all be like, okay, follow. Like, and that's, that's just really how you do it. I mean, right. um, Only Nick is a crazy person and builds his own stuff. I mean, you know, of course
1: that's true mutton style, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So basically um i was a huge fan of this podcast reptile radio and an episode came up and it was will bird and will bird was talking about carpet pythons and at the time i mean i really knew somewhat about them but um i was just blown away by that episode like i'm Mm -hmm. just like wow so you know started researching us everything and that's what actually led me to find citrus tigers you know that's kind of where i jumped into that is just from that episode so you can see how here we are eight years later how that one show you know kind of really had a huge impact on you know a lot of my projects as far as what i keep um And, you know, every once in a while, Reptile Radio would sprinkle in these little episodes. Like, I remember the first time Justin Julander was on there, and I was like, whoa, that's, who's this guy? You know, and then you find Australian addiction reptiles. And then right Mm. soon after that, they would have Ben. And you're like, oh, my God, this is Justin's partner, you know. And, you know, he would talk all about genetics and breeding and reproduction and all this stuff. And it was it was on like this. It was on another level. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was talking to the hick that's at uh, Hamburg or something like that. You
0: know? <laughs> um, <laughs> no teeth in squeeze cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I bred Boland's pythons into my garage. In my garage. What are you talking right. about? You know, <laughs> that guy. And then Nick was finally on there, and it was like – for what was weird is for a long time, I saw Nick on MP because, you know, as I started to investigate carpet pythons, I was led to MP, Morelia Python Forum. And I said this a a million times, but Nick's avatar was this guy just punching this dude in the face. And I'm like, God, this guy
0: must be such an asshole because he's just – very on par with yes. how Nick was kind of
1: back then. Yes, he just was oh my god, I'm like every time every time um, I, I, you know, Nick was in a conversation, he was arguing with somebody and you think he's argues now? Oh no, no, no. Oh my no. god,
0: no. he's calmed. <laughs> no. I mean, oh my god. <laughs>
1: yeah, so when you hear a lot of times so when he's come on here, he'll say like, you know, in my old age I've kind of mellowed out and I really don't, you know, but there was like, you know, arguments about purity and the jag neuro thing and the tiger gene and you know it's right. highlighter pure and all this bull you know just the same things that you know kind of still spin around in our world today we're spinning around back then well it's um,
0: funny when you think about it because i remember one of the article one of the things on mp was um can we get an accurate count of how many jaguars are affected by this Nero thing and it's like, yeah, looking back, it's like you thought you'd be able to get this out with one generation, no, 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 it's yeah. it's attached, it's part of it. There's no like, oh, we'll just kill these six, like no, they're that's the way it is, but yeah, Riley, what did you kind of think about a lot of this stuff? because I mean, were you into carpets when m p was around, or did you kind of find out about all these things a different
2: way? I, I did catch the tail end of MP, but it was kind of when it was, like, losing a lot of its activity. So I was definitely, um, <clears throat> like, lurking in the background. I didn't really – I don't even know if I ever posted more than I just, like, commented once or once in a while here and there. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I sort of was doing research and finding other people's websites at the same time, but I had gotten my intro working for some – some guy locally where I just once a week would help him clean his collection. He had, uh, some jags, jungles, zebra jags, a few things like that. And he was kind of a knucklehead and he didn't really even know what the hell he was doing. So I wasn't about to rely on him for information. So I did my own research and, um, very quickly found out who Todd was and Todd took me under, uh, his wing and taught me a lot of stuff. So
4: nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. That's a cool one to be under, you know? I mean, to kind of gear, you know, steering you in the right direction.
2: Yeah. I mean, when I was living in Santa Barbara, I was doing all the SoCal shows. So any of the ones that were big enough for it to be worth his time, he was there. And so I would just, like, haunt his table the whole time. And eventually, um, I think I uh, got linked up with him via that dude i was working for for a while because he was a bit of a big mouth and so he liked to talk to all the big breeders like he was one of them and he's like oh i got this kid from the zoo working for me here and And then he couldn't figure out how to program his thermostats or what to do so he had me talk (laughs) to todd so i talked to todd that way and then uh finally introduced myself at some of the shows down in uh pomona and orange county and uh yeah it just worked out really well and and one of the days uh during a show i went to um the hotel after setup night and uh he hit me up was like hey man what are you doing um you, you know, you want to come to the shop? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So he picked me up from the hotel and we spent a couple hours at the shop and he, I pulled the clutch with him and he showed me a bunch of stuff in his racks and he showed me his retakes that were there and all these other animals that he was into, like rosy boas and all this cool stuff. And he literally like, he taught me about incubators and how to handle, you know, aggressive and hungry females and this and that. Mm. And Dude, it was. uh, I was so shocked. I was just absolutely blown away to the point where, like, he put a tiger jag in my hand and I lost it. And then it bit me in the face, and I was so phased I didn't even like realize for a few minutes until I like wiped my forehead and there was blood on it. And he was just laughing at me. I was like, "What happened?" (laughs) (laughs) I was just like so mesmerized by this warehouse full of snakes that were all these ones that I was like geeked out on because I had found ball pythons and was like already disinterested in them and. Was interested in rainbow bows and a few other things, but man, that's when I went head over heels. So I owe it to the the crazy redneck dude who probably doesn't live in California anymore who uh, tuned me into Todd and yeah, the rest is history. Nice.
1: So, oh, you're cracking something open. Oh damn, really? yes, okay. well, <laughs> yes, right. Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir.
3: Glad
1: you I joined mean, the party.
0: Rather, <laughs> uh, like, were Were you we- around Todd when he? had that lightning strike that would become the legend of the Mongolian (laughs) (laughs) man-eater? No, 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 I wasn't. Damn. Because that still needs to happen in my mind. That was the funniest (laughs) thing ever. Um, it still needs to happen. It's almost as
1: funny as what Carly said in the chat. Um so even though we are not live, we're gonna like pretend and read some of their things. It, but she said
0: far back in the, So yeah.
1: apparently there's a podcast that was done in the hotel room that she's saying basically they can never release uh, that I would fucking wheeler myself off the
0: Grand Canyon.
1: <laughs> I love that to think now.
0: I'm so proud of them. It's like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> I mean, like that was a good one. I mean, uh, when I when I said that, um, if we hey, take a- Owen, see, yep.
1: If you keep your shit up and you don't want to sign a contract, I think I found your replacement because she's pretty oh. freaking witty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's already signed with Reptile and Chill. I mean, uh, you know, we can't keep fighting uh, over her. Those guys got so, nothing. Come on, man. That really? is true. <laughs> that is true. That's, that's minor leagues. You want to
1: come? I, you know, I mean, you know. God, we want her independence from them, so
2: we can do it again. <laughs> Oh man!
1: Oh boy! All right. Anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, I hope we—I hope wheeling off of things just sticks around forever.
1: <laughs> it's so cool because it's like you—you you know, wheel. You know what I mean? It just fits. Yeah, so good. I really like, hope yeah, it so just stays solid. around
0: solid. forever. Because I remember I when I first said because we're talking about throwing, <laughs> we're talking about throwing a flying snake off your roof, yes. and it would fly. And I remember I said that, and then the next day, like halfway through the afternoon, Brandon messages me, and he's like, did I just become a verb? (laughs)
2: Every time I hear that. Every time I hear that, I uh, I just think of, like, if you threw a five-point star sideways and it's just spinning around, like, woo, <laughs> flying <laughs> <and> it, <laughs> <and it> <laughs> just flying. And it's Brandon. Exactly. <laughs> Brandon became a Frisbee. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, that guy kills me.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So... Um, So, anyway, and then, you know, Nick was on there, Terry Phillip was on there, Rico Walder was on there, Greg Maxwell. These were all like these Morelia guys. And I was like, you know, I said, man, this is really cool that they're talking about this because not a lot of people at that time, you have to put it in perspective, a lot of these misconceptions about carpet pythons and, and green tree pythons were. Like, really, like everybody thought they needed this crazy humidity and, like, you know, that they were so vicious and you couldn't go anywhere near them and, you know, all these crazy misconceptions about um, Moralia. So um, I thought, man, that would be really cool if we did a podcast, but instead of doing one that's focused around ball pythons, have it focused around, you know, Moralia. And that's how. Mariah Python Radio came to be. And this sort of stuck with me for, God, it was like six months. And finally one day I decided, like, uh, you know, it's like shit or get off the pot. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, all right, I'm going to do this. So (laughs) I went and I, I went to MP and I had my little a yellow notepad, and I kind of like wrote down some things that were happening and some cool things and whatnot, and um, I was like, okay, so I'm going to give it a whirl. So when back then on Blog Talk, you could do like a test episode, and I did like 15 <laughs> test episodes because every time I did it, it, was, it just sounded it, bad.
3: Well, no, <laughs> it just didn't it, work. It's
1: really
0: hard to talk about things with yourself. Yes, I mean, There's nothing
1: coming back. It, you don't know how people are reacting. You don't know no, if you're doing a it, good job. If you're not doing a good job, it's very, very hard to do.
0: I mean, I mean, we've seen I've seen people on like YouTube and Instagram stuff that have like uh, like the news thing where they're talking and they're running a clip and then they're reacting to the clip and it's almost like they're talking with the camera. Again, a lot of that stuff is prescripted. A lot of that stuff is um, there are other people there, so you can even pretend like you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, also it's the roll clip. And then now we react to clip. It's like, that's kind of that formula. But if it's just you sitting there talking yes. about things, it's like it. you can't, your brain, part of your brain, I think, shuts the fuck down. And it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah.
1: It's really hard. And then when you have to listen back to it.
0: Sounds hard. And then
1: you, <laughs> start, you know, you're like. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of – and we all kind of – I mean, Riley, you do the, the YouTube thing. You kind of go through the same thing. I mean people are shooting you questions, but, you know.
2: Oh, dude, it's still super awkward just talking to myself, even though I have a like a, a group of folks that tune in every week. It's still awkward. Right. I, I think about it all the time, like how much easier it is to put out at least uh, good content that people want to listen to when you've got somebody else there to lend – other thoughts and perspective, and you can have a back and forth conversation on it versus like talking to the computer and <laughs> yes. trying to keep it interesting and not right. going silent for you know it's just it's different for sure yeah
0: yeah, yeah
2: it, so, it really is
1: so I always thought the genius of Reptile Radio was was Larry and BT you know to me they were able to get me to listen to them even though I wasn't necessarily into ball pythons but it was just the The chemistry that the two of them had, like, there was some other podcasts that were sort of popping up at the time. You would see them every once in a while. There was, like, one called Berm Junkies, and there was, um, I think, Urban Jungles Radio was around then, But they just didn't have that same chemistry that, like... Just drew you in, and just like you know, so that's when I decided I needed a co-host. I needed the other.
0: Pay attention. This is this is my favorite part. This is when he <laughs> tells me how much he loves me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, so I this needed. Is, this is what made the whole goddamn show. Right, I... I'm sorry. Continue.
1: So I needed a co-host. So yes. I put it, I put a I put a post up on MP saying that I'm I'm doing this thing and I did at that time I did the one episode and, um, it was like, yeah, yeah, I guess it was okay. You know, um, which I still leave up there. It's just a reminder. So you can actually go back and listen to it. If you're on blog talk, you can go all the way back and listen to it. Um, and it was called, I think Morelia minutes, Morelia minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I put up this post and then Owen contacts me and, you know, I'll let him tell, I'll let him tell his side of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the, uh, I, I, I had been on MP for a good amount of time posted a few things. I think I had been up to a couple carpet pythons and I had just had my first successful breeding, um, maybe oh, when did we start god what year was it
1: 2011
0: okay so i had just had my first successful multi carpet breeding so it was 2010 um and i kind of been poking around and eric posts up that he's got this that he wants to looking for a co-host for a podcast uh and i knew of eric and it was mainly because i had posted up some high contrast Queensland's and Eric had been interested in some, we kind of chatted a little bit back and forth. And then Eric ghosted me Mm -hmm. and he never Mm -hmm. bought the snake. And it was just like, I did buy the snake. Not two years later. Yes. But I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I still had that snake. It's like, fuck you buddy. Like, so do I. Cause it would have been great right now. But, um, so that kind of happened. You posted that up. I talked to a few of my friends who were a little bit more technical, who've been listening to podcasts and other things like that. They're like, yeah, might be fun and jump on it. Plus also I, you were, I'd had numerous, I'd had, I'd had a couple of conversations about you with a few people, mainly Chris Foley, because here you were in my backyard, buying up every single carpet python i laid my eyes on and i'm like this guy is going to show up to a hamburg and i'm not going to be able to sell a single goddamn snake cuz he's going to have everything and i oh, i'm done i'm done i'm done so when you posted it up i'm like all right well at least maybe i can you know get in with him and he won't crush me when he comes to power it's <laughs> like <laughs> oh he, he can't die if you're if you join him so um but again, I figured maybe two shows, three shows, we'd do a couple shows, and it would drop off. I figured, like, after that first show, I thought, like, oh, God, this can't last. Because it was, like, awkward, and it was weird, and I was stiff, and you were stiff, and everything was just kind of whatever. Yeah, um, right. And I think that was our, like, second full phone conversation ever was recorded. Yep. And it's, like, cool. <laughs> so... um but I I honestly got thought when we broke after the first season that we probably would not come back. That it would be something like, you know, you, you'd you call up and be like, oh, we, I can't record this week. Let's do it next week. And then, like, next week, you'd be like, oh, let's do it the week after. And then, like, I'd never hear from you again. Or we would just kind of be like, eh, I'm not feeling it. Or one of us would have burnt out by now, sold their snakes, and been like, I'm not into snakes anymore. Fold the show. Right. So And you can kind of tell after season one, when you get into season two, it's more relaxed. And you kind of start feeling each other out when it comes to like your sense of humor, my sense of humor, what plays well, what doesn't play well, what falls flat in their face. Um, Yeah. And, and, and to it's me, together—that's
1: the beauty. Yep. That's exactly what I was looking for. That magic. Yeah. That magic of of two people that are able to play off of each other's strengths, weaknesses. You know what makes us dumb, and what makes when we say
0: stupid <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just like oh, we just no. laugh at each other, and it's great. Don't let me you off know? the hook when I say something dumb. I mean, come on, you right. know.
1: And here we are, 421 episodes later. So. Um, I'm going to play this little clip, and we've never played this, and this isn't in part of Rob's, um, you know, uh, greatest hits, if you will. But Mm -hmm. um, one of the coolest things that I always thought was that when you get mentioned on a podcast, and to Mm -hmm. me, that, you know, it's so weird now, but, like, to hear them say your name in a podcast is just, is crazy. So I'm going to play this real quick.
7: Okay, welcome to another Reptile Radio Quick Blast. It is now officially December 13th, 2011, and I'm just checking in for another quick moment, or another, uh, you know, couple moments for just a couple of quick updates. Like I said, in the last Quick Blast, I'm really going to try to focus on uh, doing a lot more updates here on reptileradio.com, and tonight I wanted to take a second And I mentioned another radio program to you that I'm really digging. And uh, I figured you'd probably like it, too, if you don't already know about it. It's Morelia Pythons Radio. It's hosted by Eric Burke. Eric's always been a a great supporter of Reptile Radio and the Bush League Breeders Club. And I ask you, if you're into Morelia, Carpet Pythons, and, you know, the whole scheme of the Aussie, Australian uh, species, you definitely want to check out Morelia Python Radio, or Morelia Python's radio. You can get there by going to blogtalkradio.com slash Morelia Python Radio, or just do a search engine search for Morelia Python Radio. And again, uh, this is hosted by a very good guy, and uh, you know a, a, an insider in the industry, Eric Burks. Fantastic guy. He's building an awesome collection. I've heard a lot about him, and I've heard He's having some uh, just awesome guests on the program too. So if you're into, you know, Australian species, Morelia, you know, carpet pythons, all that cool stuff, you definitely want to check out his program. And I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to invite Eric Burke to come on uh, to come on this program, and see if we can uh, we can promote his program a little bit and you know, have maybe have a little joint effort going on. So uh Erica, it's an open invitation to you. I'll send you a message, see if you're interested in coming on uh Reptile Radio to promote um Morelia Python's radio because uh I think it's uh, you got a good thing going over there and hopefully we can, you know, work out a nice partnership together.
1: That the, to me that was just and that was even before you came, Owen. That was like oh, <laughs> that oh, was
0: Oh, <laughs> someone was after my gig, dude. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so you
1: have to understand like to me that was like, and this is why, like, a lot of people will say, or maybe they don't say, but wonder why I promote other podcasts, Reptile Podcast. And, and that moment is exactly why. Because, you know, he, he he just, he didn't know me. He just saw that I wanted to do what he was doing, but just in a mm-hmm. different way. My own interpretation of, you know, what he sort of, in a way, like, laid the groundwork for. It. In my opinion, that, to me, they were the first real, legit reptile podcast and you know the thing that he always told me is is that you have to be consistent so like he burned that into my brain that you know if you're going to say you're going to do an episode every week you do it every week do not not do it because what kind of happened with reptile radio is just like you were saying Owen. like we took a couple weeks off and they just stopped doing it you know, and then it would be well, like, ah, we're going to do it next time. Let's wait a week. Let's wait. Da, 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 and, that's, da, da.
0: and that's what happened. I mean, and know we talk about how Jeff uh, has Corrales Radio uh, going on right now. Mm-hmm. But there have been a few times where I know Corrales Radio has taken a couple steps back. I know that, um, uh, what is it? Uh, what What is it called? Um Oh, GTP Keeper Radio, right? That thing. Um, they Ooh. do it. Ooh, <laughs> they. they do... Bill's a free agent, right,
1: Bill? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: Bill's the only one who could take my job yeah. from me. Like, yeah. for, like he would, he could come over and Eric would fire me on the spot for Bill. I know that <laughs> for a fact. So it's. Um, it's just one of those things where it, it sometimes you gotta find a sweet spot, and sometimes you gotta find what works out. And I've said numerous times, we have just been lucky that nothing has really come up in our lives that has prevented us from doing the show. Yeah, now we have this wonderful technology where we're going to record the podcast. And we can do it whenever gonna, we want. We do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you messaged me on Sunday. You're like, eight o'clock good. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's like, and that's <laughs> how it's works. So, yeah. and that's great. Um, hopefully we don't, you know, it, that that's one of the things that we have, you have harped on from the beginning was consistency. And it's something that we want to make sure we always have something for you guys to listen to weekly. Um, we never want to have a point where we miss uh, a weekly thing because I feel like that would be the beginning of the end. So uh, Yeah, because yeah. it's 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 all
1: about I mean, Riley, you're 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 a listener, right? I mean you listen to the podcast and like you're a long
0: time oh, yeah. listener, like fifth time caller. What's going on?
1: Right. I yeah. mean <laughs> Don't you wouldn't you be mad if you were like waiting on Wednesday and like what the fuck, guys? <laughs> like
0: where's it at? <laughs> people set the internet yeah. on fire when you miss a show it's like yeah. oh my god oh
2: yeah 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 no you, you you have to be reliable otherwise people are they can't handle the uh the loop that they've just been thrown
1: see yeah. i think young people probably don't understand like when i was coming up like if you wanted to watch a tv show you had to be there when the tv show actually played oh
0: yeah like, not you, had, you, not that much of a gap <laughs>
1: Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is is that like you know people start to like program their lives around those things. You know what I mean? Right. Like so every it, Thursday night you're gonna watch, you know, whatever, Seinfeld or right. Friends or ER, whatever. You know what I mean? So you would be there at, you know, that time to watch that.
0: And just mentioned all these shows that have been canceled for like ten years.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm. But 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 I'm saying like back then, that's exactly what you would have to do. Whereas now you can watch it on demand. You know, and it's 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 kind of like one of those things. Like if you are driving to work on Wednesday, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have emailed me or messaged me and told me like, oh man, you make my drive that much better. And to me, that's sort of like what what's kind of kind of what what was always about. It's like to promote the hobby and to get people to listen and you know it because of how it was for me like for me that mm-hmm. was like i had a horrible drive it was like an hour and a half that i had to drive every day and it was and like was nothing
0: Ooh. to listen to yeah
1: exactly so now i'm like now i'm listening to reptiles and i don't want that drive to stop because i want to finish this episode you know what i mean i was listening to uh jeff and bill this morning when i when i was driving on corrales radio and you know there was like 15 minutes left by the time i got to work and i'm like Ah, I guess I'm the boss. I can stay in the. Yeah, like, dude, you can do whatever you want. I I
0: can mean, listen to the rest of this, you know. But you still. can make them play it on the loudspeakers in the <laughs> shop, right? What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Attention, customers. Uh...
0: <laughs> Y'all aren't going to listen to this show right now because I'm not done yet.
1: Yeah. So that's where it sort of, sort of came. And 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 what was awesome is is that people that Owen and I considered are heroes i don't know the people we looked up to however you want to say it like they just jumped on wanting to come on and you know that first season we just knocked it out of the park i mean we had anybody and everybody that you could possibly um think of that had to do with Moralia. i mean you know we had just it was just basically (laughs) i'm trying to think of the word like uh you know, um, what do they call that in baseball when, like, the all-star team? Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You, sorry, Owen, <laughs> yeah, I know give, you're. Enough, right. keep, <laughs> keep, 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 just go. Yeah. Just, right. Don't even try. Just go. <laughs> right. Like, exactly when, when the Eagles score a home run. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Eric, I'm
1: not that bad. Come on.
0: I uh, just, I uh, no, I said that more for Matt because I'm kind of hoping he heard that and twitched um, a little. Um, you know. Pin a
1: note in that. What about Matt's yeah. setup at the Tinley?
0: Yeah, Holy dude, shit, man. Dude was
2: on point. Did you see, see that, Riley? I did. I saw some photos, man. His color scheme and Tight, the way man. he has it all planned out is perfect.
1: Tight. I got a drink to Matt in his setup, man. He was. Man, he yeah. Was, Cheers, was to Matt. Freaking good.
2: Dude, and that's the thing it's like it used
0: to be everybody had black freaking tablecloth, the same clear Dude. damn acrylics, <laughs> and that was it. And but the like, genius is,
1: is that it matches
0: his snakes a genius <laughs> and his logo and his things it almost looked like he put he put effort into it no so, shit so yeah weird right so
1: i'm going to paint the picture and i painted this picture many times back in 2011 this was mm-hmm. the first this was the launch uh right around tinley time actually believe it or not um the the show i did was in september the show right. that Owen did was at the beginning of October. And then the following day, we did a show with Luke Snell, which is our very first guest, who was from Morelia and Wonderland, which, again, sort of shaped my. Yeah. Well, he's not around anymore. Well, he's around, yeah. but he's not. He's like around. He's, a, he's alive. <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> but, like, I'm just going to. And I know I did this before, but I'm going to read this off. Luke Snell, Ben from Australian Addiction, Nick Mutton, Justin Jewlander, And that was the book tour book where tour. at the time the Carpet Python book was coming out. So now you had the podcast, you had the Carpet Python book, which, you know, was just amazing. Then you had um, Carpet Row for the first time yep. at Tinley then, you know, and... In 2012 is when the very first Carpet Fest came about. But at, at this time, Owen and I were planning that first Carpet Fest um, just because we were just so jazzed about the whole Morelia family. It was just like, oh, my God. It was just just awesome.
0: So and, and think about that. The show had only been on for a couple months. And then the first Carpet Fest comes up in 2012. And Howard's just like, yeah, he can have it at my place. Cool. Yeah. And it's just like, what? It's yes. Like, because that's how tight everybody
1: was. But the I thing mean, is, the carpet that
0: now. But we weren't. But it, that's the thing is that carpet fest now. Go to Eric's. I I, I know most of the people who were there, mm-hmm. and it's more like almost like a family reunion kind of deal. Mm-hmm. That first couple carpet fests, it's I knew you by your screen name. You are a completely unknown person to me. So, Correct.
1: yeah. Yeah. So um, Nick Mutton, Justin Julander, John Battaglia of Morelia Trophy Club, Jason and East Coast Serpents, Mona McAdams from Mojo Reptiles. And then, dude, I was so excited for this show. Mm. Blake Bauer coming oh, on to dick. talk about scrub pythons. <laughs> and I got sick. <laughs> and You, it's you so... got
0: deathly ill, and you were like, handle it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And I used to do these outlines, and I still do some somewhat to a certain extent,
0: and I would tell them oh, this is not what as, we're going to talk they're about. They're not as extensive yes. as they once were. Yes. I mean, it used to be that, and then I would go off script, and he'd be like, what are you doing? And yes. Like, I don't know. Stop, stop. Stop. Stick with the script. All right. right. So. so then we now
1: followed it's... it up with David Means, Chris Rendles yes. of Headhunter Reptiles, Michael Pinnell yeah. of Python and a Pear Tree. And I was we... sick
0: for that one, wasn't I? I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you told us the story.
1: You were on a date or some shit or something. Oh God, no. That
0: was that was that was for the Morelia magazine one. That was when I was dying. Oh, you know? You so. right.
1: oh the major announcement. Yeah. And yeah. then we came back with Blake Bauer, was back from War Scrub Talk. And then probably one of our most famous episodes is the Terry Phillip uh episode. Um and then we had Rico Walder right after that. I mean Yeah. Dude, you can't, that, to me, that's just, that's just the creme de la creme right there, man. I mean, the only well, person totally that's not cool on
0: thing. there is Jean Bissett. <laughs> he know? comes later. Yes. You know, and think about it that way. We've had, we've not had some of those people on for years, and yet there are people who have, I really hope you've listened to this show, and please just aren't going off of what we've said are some of the highlights of those shows, but like that Eugene, Eugene Bissett one is mentioned all the damn time. Right, you know, and that's the coolest thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's... and also thinking back, it's it's really cool that you know we we got to talk to Rico, yes. you know, before he passed, and yes. that's awesome. He was a great guy, and you know, part of me thinks he would have been on many more times. Yeah, you know, and it, but it like I'm I'm happy we got him on. You know when we did because now that'll be around forever. So yeah, yeah, we were yeah. lucky
1: to be able to to talk to him for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know that was that he even uh, took the, a guy like him taking the time to talk to us idiots. <laughs> it's like yeah,
1: yeah, because we yeah. I, I, at that time I haven't even bred yet. You know, my first parent, right. my first clutch was in 2012,
0: um, and I had no. Um, like I had no arboreal anything, I had nothing. So yeah, crazy. So insane. so yeah, that, I mean
1: that's kind of how it started, um, and yeah, we for a while we would do it on Saturdays. That was our day,
0: and then I think being in know, my yeah. being in my twenties, I kind of you know yeah. yelled him for that yeah oh and kind of was upset
1: about that and uh I was yeah, I, that, yeah i can understand so then we switched to <laughs> tuesdays and uh yeah and we went from there and uh here we are eight years later holy shit so mm-hmm. um yeah so uh rob rob stone uh who's been uh a long time friend of the show um I actually heard him on reptile radio too. And then he contacted me and I don't even know what we were talking about, but,
0: you know, the Shire. Just... How much you missed it? You want to go back?
1: <laughs> yeah. How do you uh, shave two, your it, feet? Yeah.
0: What would you like for second breakfast? Like, yeah, I know. Right. It, it's yeah. How do two hobbits discuss things? Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Over tea. I'm uh, I'm
0: glad I'm, I'm glad Keith's coming with us this way. I don't have to like stand in the back of every shot like photo we do.
1: <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna play. So I'll put together some clips. We've never heard these, um, so this is going to be our first time hearing these clips. So I'm going to play them, and, um, yeah, we'll go for it. We'll react. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Clip number one is called Bells On with Bottled Water and Danny DeVito. I always like to
8: take a video of the animal, like, going back underneath some giant boulder that I could never move so I could – show, you know, demonstrate that I did not collect the animal, you know, that it's back, Look,
0: I put it back. underneath yeah. the rock and yeah. that
8: kind of thing. <laughs> I almost welcome a search at the airport to verify that I have nothing on me. I'm not bringing anything back, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm definitely on the list for uh, people to watch, you know, because I like <laughs> Australian reptiles. And I imagine if anybody, you know, that's listening that's really into reptiles and kind of, you know, more high profile, mm. They may also be targeted in that way, so make sure you're, you know, obeying the laws and not, not getting yourself into trouble.
6: Yeah. Do you have that? So, law I tell I'm you what, you know, you have-
8: finding, finding uh, something that you keep in captivity in the wild just really increases your appreciation and an excitement for what you keep. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, you know, it's like, and yeah, you know, I almost you just want to like follow the thing or you see where it goes and see what it does to experience what your snakes should, you know, what, what, what their roots are, I guess, you know, you're doing a little yeah. uh, genealogy on your, on your snakes when you go out field herping. And um, I, you know, I definitely recommend it to anybody who's interested in, you know, or that keeps Australian pythons, go find one in the wild. It's just a thrill. It's just really cool. I did a lot of the driving, and so, uh, you know, on the way home, I was just like, my eyes were closing against their, my will, you know, I was trying to keep them open and keep driving but I'm like, this is getting unsafe, so I said, hey, Rico, do you want to drive? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go, and he 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 was very good to go, because we were driving along, and he was cruising, you know, pretty fast through the kind of, this is wilderness area, you know, out back in the Cape, and uh, so he's just flying along the roads, but All of a sudden, you know, he hit the brakes, and we screeched and swerved, and and he barely missed this good, you know, 10, 11, 12-foot scrub python that was crossed. Oh, my God. (laughs) So so we got, you know, of course, that woke me up nice and uh, awake, and we jumped out and and checked out the snake. It even woke up uh, Dad and Dave, so they got to check it out as well. But we, you know, uh, took lots of pictures, handled it, kind of, checked it out, watched what it did, and then safely escorted it off the road and, you know, got back to driving, but that was quite the uh, experience, and I'm pretty sure if I would have been driving, that poor snake would have been a road, you know, a bump in the road. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> what you guys was would have been checking him out flatter, so. He found this uh, water snake, a McClay's water snake, kind of, you know, uh, random cluebird that, that lives up there, and, and I was posing it for pictures, and the thing just kept wanting to go under. I made a little, like a little fake uh, uh, water area out of a bag, and threw some leaves in there and stuff. So I'm positioning the thing, and it's, you know, it's, it's not really behaving. It keeps wanting to go under the leaves and under the water, and I'm getting crap pictures of it. And you know, all of a sudden, it's kind of had enough of me trying to wrangle it for a picture, and it turns around, and bites me, and. Uh, and Michael said, and I, I'm like, oh, he bit me. And Michael's like, wait, what? He bit you? Oh, ah, uh, we don't we don't really know how dangerous those are, you know? <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, what?
3: You've been me play with this
8: potentially you know, dangerous snake? I, and, you know, I didn't do anything. I didn't even swell up or anything. So, you know, maybe he was messing with me or something. But it <laughs> kind of got me uh, a little nervous. And um, it, one of those nights herping, you know, looking for green trees, we were uh, walking along this trail, and I saw uh, – this dark snake, um, you know, it was pretty dark out, and, I, you know, we had flashlights and stuff, but I caught a glimpse of a snake taking off, and, you know, instinctively kind of reach down and go to grab it, and then I'm thinking, wait a second, you know, taipans live out here. I'm not just going to grab anything that rolls by, you know. I've got to make sure I identify it first.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know you what know, the I hell guess, it is before I
8: grab it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I stopped myself on time that I didn't, you know, quite, quite grab it. And so mm-hmm. we were kind of the last ones in the gorge. It was starting to get dark, and my wife's getting a little nervous because she's she gets nervous around snakes. She was the the most awesome wife in the world to go with me and to put up with all this herping that we did. You know, I remember the the first night we went road cruising. You know, um,
6: she
3: yeah. was like,
8: "Yeah, that was cool." And then the next night, I'm we're I'm like, "All right, let's get ready to go road cruising." She's like, "What?" We went last night. I'm like, honey, we're going every night. <laughs> I'm
3: like, this is what you do out here.
8: I wasn't worried, but, you know, my wife was walking across the parking lot, a lizard dove into the bushes, and she about smashed my hand, you know, like to, out of fear, like, what was that? Oh, there's another, it's coming after us, you know. So it was pretty entertaining. I, I tried really hard not to laugh at her, though. So but, Like, release the grip. It's just a lizard. Release. Although at one point I, you know, I was on a dirt road uh, with no lines, and I forgot which country I was in, and there was this car coming at me, and I'm like, "This idiot's coming straight for me. He's in the wrong lane." And then I'm like, "Wait a second. I'm in the wrong." I'm in the wrong one. Oh, God. <laughs> quick swerve to avoid a head-on collision, and everything's good, and I'm on my way again. You know, but yeah, remember <laughs> which uh, side of the road to drive on, or you could be yeah. uh, looking at uh, some some uh, deadly situations.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: I have this uh I have this dream of just uh me, Owen and maybe a couple other people just kinda like getting a tent and just <laughs> sleeping in the Outback and just cruising <laughs> yeah, around. And that'll go that all goes
8: great until I'm bitten by a coastal Taipan and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so Cruising Fog Dam, and Nick thought he saw a juvenile water python, and he was dangerously close to the water's edge. And we were encouraging him strongly to get up onto the road and not be so close to the water. And you know, you start seeing fish jumping out of the water. You know, something big is traveling underneath them. And oh my <laughs> God, it's be cross bait, you know.
0: And you know, if I ever go to when I eventually do go to Australia, I'm going to assume any body of water has a 12- or 13-foot <laughs> crocodile that would love to murder me. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so
8: I'm even going to look at my <laughs> bottled water with, like, a little bit of a glance. of it's
0: going to come out of there. So, you know, it's <laughs> how, how you can even make that mistake is kind of how, yeah. I guess, people get complacent and you don't realize
6: the risk and the danger. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're animals the
0: size of SUVs that would love nothing more than to eat. And you're yeah. here, so guess what? Oh, yeah.
8: Yeah, there's a few different things. You know, you've you got to experience the Vegemite and, you know, some of the other things. <laughs> for the beer drinkers, there's a—although there, nobody drinks Foster's, apparently, so that's kind of the <laughs> Damn joke. Over here, you know, are the uh, Foster's Australian for beer. They're like, Foster's? What's that? You know, <laughs> is that that piss water? You know, that's disgusting. So, <laughs>
3: Yeah. don't yeah, you know, like, go over there
8: and ask for a big Foster's because
6: you'll probably get a strange look and somebody will throw you out of their bar but all this time I think I'm over here I'm drinking Foster's I'm like oh yeah the spirits not that bad you <laughs> I'm know? being and, Australian you know, I'm <laughs> being Australian here living the, living the dream and then yeah. I, I posted exactly. it up on Facebook and everybody's like you're an idiot That's not for we don't even know what that is <laughs> Oh, and we got to make this trip happen. I mean, I I know I know, I know I know I know
3: I know
0: I know I know I would love to make this trip happen, and I would be front row center to go diving into whatever bush we thought that something dove into to go get it to get a picture of it. So you know, and it would be fantastic. And I think I I definitely have to do it before I leave this earth. So <laughs> yeah yeah
6: i think uh maybe uh we should uh pick a date you know even if it's like a year and a half from now or something like that you know and correct it give out give on yeah. time to save for it and where we're gonna go and all that kind of stuff because that'd be pretty yeah. awesome. i've
7: already be- i've
6: already getting i've gotten the go-ahead from my wife that i'm allowed to go there you know and she'll <laughs> she'll stay back and uh you know go there with uh some herper buddies, and, you know, just cruise around Australia and check yeah. it out. Yeah, so, no, I, uh,
0: I could definitely do it. It's got to, you know, like you said, the whole money thing about it, but all you got to do is uh, sell some snakes, plan it out, and get it ready, <laughs> yeah. Sell yeah. some snakes. If people would just buy some
4: super caramels, <laughs> I could go to Australia, but no. Plus, we'll be there. I mean, yeah. it's
0: like a live-action version of the show it's just standing in front of us. It's awesome. Yeah. And um, I will switch up my name tag. Like, one day I'm going to be like, you know, hello, my name is Mark
9: O'Shea.
6: On my little <laughs> name tag. And I'll um, go with
0: Eric Burke for the next day. It'll be great.
6: Right. So. I'll be uh, Owen McIntyre. and There um, you go. See? Dan- yeah. Maybe Danny DeVito another day. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Danny DeVito's stunt double. Oh, <laughs> See, yeah. now it's just sad. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one.
0: And like uh, Eric said, you can definitely take delivery at Tinley Park, because I'll be there with bells on.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go. There we go. Oh, man. So- bells on. Hey, hey, dude, you know, my the proudest moment of... My NPR career is when people came up to you at that Tinley Park and went, "He's not that short." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes." Yeah, like I built it up, you know. And also, I know we were talking with Justin um, last time. We we're talking about how if if I took you to New Zealand, it would be to release you back into the Shire, <laughs> and it would be like the end of some Disney movie. <laughs> you know. <yeah>. Yes. <laughs> be free. <laughs> Yeah, be free, Eric. Go. And it's like, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. love you anymore. I don't love you anymore, don't you see? Like, yeah. And then you kick off your shoes and you run back into the woods. Yeah.
1: Right. Where so. you have to be real mean to uh, make me go away.
0: Yeah.
1: Stop it. <laughs> man! the Radio sucked, man. It sucked. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway. Uh, but no, that was good. I mean, it, that, was that like the first trip we were planning to go to Tinley Park?
1: I think so. And uh, I think that was your first trip, because like you said earlier, I go first, you come second. Yeah,
0: R- Riley, have you been to Tinley Park? I don't remember. No, I have not been able to make the pilgrimage out. Yeah, but you get the Pomona show. Isn't that kind of like Tinley Park, but over there?
2: It sounds like it's pretty close. I don't think it's quite as big or as many vendors, but it's uh, it's like the California equivalent for sure.
0: Okay. People aren't getting like tattooed in hotel rooms or, you know, uh,
2: what are the other things that happen at Tinley Park? Um, yeah, there, there's plenty of shenanigans, don't get me wrong. Um, the last Pomona I was at, or maybe it was the one before, I vaguely remember staying up till like five in the morning with Forrest and a bunch of other folks in the uh, the VIP lounge and just absolutely regretting it and throwing up in a trash can on the floor the next day during the show at Brian's booth and being, like, puke green there. And some random guy saw me at a booth, and he, like, came back 10 minutes later with a Sprite for me because I looked that terrible. Thank you, and- sir. Oh, I still ended up having to go take a nap, and like, dude, I, Brian fired me from camera duty that weekend, and... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. he's since brought me back on for the macro shot, so you know where the money's at. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't get paid. Um, but no, there's, there's plenty of shenanigans. It's just, you know, it's a different flavor, because it's a different coast and different group of people. Like, uh, we, we, well... I don't know about we, but I refer to Miguel Garcia um, from Always Evolving Pythons. He's the uh, the big ball python name right now. Right. I refer to him as the uh, the US Arc stimulus package because <laughs> at, the, at the at the the auction, dude just throws money just around throws like their, money uh, like that. Like oh, dude, he yeah. like buys things and then gives it to people. He he spends like money on like. Uh, Oh, I don't even know. Paintings and unicorn slippers and bottles of liquor hey, and wh- and he dude just goes ham on it because he he really wants to support the community really well and it ends up resulting in some shenanigans and the last time I was talking about like oh I I think I should probably head out you know uh, Dave Kaufman said Brian and I can crash in his room over at the hotel and he. Uh, Miguel's got two 12-packs in his hand, and he just looks at me, and he just drops his hands and starts moping. He's like, oh, man. There's, like, a bunch of people all disappointed in me. I was like, all right, I'll sleep in my car. Screw it. (laughs) (laughs) So it definitely goes down, and it gets wild. It's just a different group.
0: See, but, Riley, you're a young man. Uh, I think a night (laughs) like that would – I think I think the next morning we would see Eric turn to dust and
2: blow away in the wind like yeah, that probably. I think that would kill him <laughs>
3: yeah. like oh. you know.
2: Dude, I, I sometimes behave like I'm younger than I should, and I regret that it about the noon. Way? <laughs> yeah, because the, the, uh, I th- I wake up, and I think I'm fine, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then people are like, dude, you're still drunk. I'm like, oh, then I'm totally fine. And then, and then later, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm hung over, and then it's like I'm falling asleep standing up. <laughs>
0: nice. So, I mean, let's think about it. If If you were to go to the big shows in the United States – you would go to Tinley Park in preferably October and March. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Pomona. Mm-hmm. You would go to Arlington.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What else am I missing
2: here? Whew. Sacramento is coming up on that, man. Um, okay. It- and I and I have to plug it because it is in my backyard now. But they uh, they moved the venue to instead of the convention center downtown in the heart of like the capital, which is a pain in the ass on so many levels. Um, right. They moved it to this spot called Cal Expo, where they have like soccer games and gun Ooh. shows and you know Slayer's world tour final tour was there and all this stuff. It's like this massive area of like different warehouses and venues and things and. It was so big, there was like a second section to the back of the building where they had the stage and and, and chairs set up for the auction. And, and uh, Phoenix Herb Society had like the entire back section for all their Venomous display, which was, gosh, mm-hmm. it was probably the biggest one they've done yet. They come out every year, but I think they had like 30 or 40 different Venomous animals and maybe 20 different Crocs out. It was just absurd. It, it was a massive space. And the best part about it was it was pretty spread out. Like they had room to maybe add another 50, 60 vendors in there. So it's only getting bigger. So I think if we're putting together a list of like the top ones in the U.S., I think we need to Mm -hmm. save room for Sacramento in there. But, yeah, definitely Tinley, Arlington, and Pomona are probably the top three. I would say those are
0: the top three. I would say that Sacramento is on its way up. I would like to see Daytona kind of breathe some more life into it mm, because mm. it's a beautiful convention center. And it and and it's in an awesome spot where, like, you can go do snake stuff, and there's plenty of stuff to do in Daytona, like Florida. I mean, go to well, the show. The history the behind it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be great. Um, I think if you go to the White Plains show – uh, around this time or early spring that's usually when white plains is got its biggest crowd draw like that's when it's packed that's yeah. when there's a ton of people that's when it gets i've got, got really good vendors but um i would say that there's not really i'm trying to think of anything above florida that would really count as a really cool big show um and, and i really am struggling and i wish there was still the uh N-A-R-B-C, like Philadelphia, or mm-hmm. was it in Philly? Because no, it would be really cool to have, I don't know, it where was it? was right it? out, uh,
1: where is that, convention center right outside of Philly? Uh, not King of Bally Forge. Valley Forge, yeah.
0: Yeah, it would be really cool to have something in like all four corners, kind of a deal, um, because I really can't think of a big show that's on the East Coast, but, you know, um, if you really want to have a history involved in uh, reptile shows, you could always go to Hamburg.
1: <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> Insert. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> some of us vended
2: Hamburg and uh, other stuff. Anyway. Come see um, podcast sensation Owen McIntyre at the Hamburg show. <laughs> get yourself some
1: it. free fried chicken strips.
2: <laughs> Take Dude, a selfie. I, He'll autograph I, I, it.
0: I would always. I always. If you have to. You have to have. I've learned over the years that you have your signature, and then you have the autograph. The autograph is not your signature. It's just a bunch of scribbles that you sign on things. But you know, it's to get the personal signature is sometimes uh, better. I don't know. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Just someone stop me. But anyway, play, it, uh, play
1: another clip. Play, yeah, please yeah. God. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know what this is about, but it's called Eric, the baby sea turtle.
0: Oh, no. Oh, oh dear. God. I hear you breathing. Are you still here, Eric?
6: Yeah, I actually was just going to stop in real quick and, uh, you know, because I'm on hold now Explain. with the airline, so <laughs> I, I'm on hold. <laughs> no worries. I'm going to be in Australia, but it's just a matter of working out some things. I had, like, some flights once we got there, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I, I'm going to leave you to it, man. And, uh, yeah. a terrible idea. To, uh, Every
0: time that happens, it's a horrible situation. Uh, uh,
4: just females. That's not counting a whole, you know, all this other stuff, uh, hold back to various – I hold back a bunch every year. So there's – you know, if you add in the stuff that's for sale and the secret brettles I don't tell anybody about <laughs> on my website, uh, probably, a hundred and, probably 120.
0: Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. All right, well don't, – Don't forget the other
4: 34 species of 5 I keep, but just brettles 5 there's about – I,
0: I have to limit it a little bit.
3: Uh, and
9: they, they eat on the same schedule. Yes, schedule, Nick. Um,
4: and
3: uh... <laughs> the best
0: time. Hey, Of course, uh, Casey. Were you ever kind of a little nervous about this
5: kind of stuff? Uh, do you want my advice, Owen? Do it. Go for it. Yeah, quit being <laughs> a baby and just do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a brave young man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, dude. Back in uh, twenty seventeen, I took my hypo and my stone wash down to forty eight degrees,
3: I and do. I got a clutch of eggs.
5: So, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: another episode where Owen's being told to get his big boy pants on. So, you know, seems to be a theme. <laughs> but no, uh, you're asking me-
5: Nick a question, though.
0: Yeah, uh, Nick, have you been to uh, this place to look for diamonds where Casey was? Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good to you know? Um, I, don't, kind of, I don't know if that's yes or no. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> we'll see. I'll keep trying to see if I can get my hobbit to pay attention. But... Um, Anyway, Casey. Uh, so you found the diamond. Obviously, did you? Uh, are you allowed to touch
5: it, or is it one of those I, things that I? I cannot. Okay, so I touched it. Um, <laughs> I don't. I took a video of it. I don't know if I should post it, though.
0: After you were done with that, where did you guys go?
5: Um. Well, we went to Tasmania after that.
0: You oh, damn it. All yeah. right, that's. Uh, I, I have a I have a small obsession with devils, but anyway.
3: I saw one. Um, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so
0: what you're saying is that if the Tasmanian tiger is officially extinct, that there's no way that there could be anything such as Bigfoot. Cool. Thanks, Casey. Oh, I saw moving a yowie out there. Not, yeah, they're right, all over the place. No,
5: we're moving on. We're moving <laughs> on. <laughs> that's totally real. Damn it. <laughs> um. And you can swim into this gorge. <laughs> so we're swimming in there a little bit. My buddys he's terrified of water. Like, that's his thing. Is he's so scared of, like, any, like, dark water he can't see the bottom of. So I'm laughing my butt off, and I look over. And there's this eastern brown snake, and the walls aren't that thick. So like five feet maybe is the most we got to be able to get away from this thing, oh. Oh, and we're trying no, to like swim no. around it. It's like a Disney ride. You know, like, over, oh, yeah, at, like yeah. at, over at the Disney parks, you're like, well, watch out, everybody. There's a, uh, there's a dangerous <laughs> snake right there. Don't let it bite you, except it was oh, real life.
0: God. Well, this is what Eric gets to look forward to. But I think he's flying to New Zealand and then uh oh,
3: that's so cool.
0: Australia. Well, he has to go back to the Shire. I mean, he, he's <laughs> returning to his native home. He's like a baby sea turtle going back to the beach where apparently he was born. So, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was wondering where the baby sea turtle. I don't, came like. know,
0: I, I, just, I just like how, and this is what. As much as I love the fact that we have better audio now, I feel that with editing we miss out on some of the great moments. Where it's like, <laughs> Nick, how about you, Train? <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs>
1: Dude, that was great. Just, You're like, have you, just, have you ever been just, to Diamond Python territory? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was just like okay, like no, not even skipping a beat. Just like all right, like moving on. Like, and then you try to go back and ask
1: the question again, and it's silence. Oh, that's great. Oh God, how the hell did we get to eight years? Oh dear, dear. <laughs>
2: oh, that's
0: great. Oh, Christ Almighty. That was
1: what a good is-
2: one.
0: <laughs> it's like we we became very. Eric and I became very adept at rolling with the punches. (laughs) Oh my God. Every once in a while, when we're doing this now, and he's like, I can edit that. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's the, I'm like, my skills are put to, are not being used as much as they once were. Yes. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Doing the show live, you definitely, we, you, people don't understand like how much behind the scenes stuff was going on. I mean, there's texting going on. There's like, you oh, know, and
0: there was, there there were some where you were where you were like deathly ill, but oh, you're yeah. still running the board, and I oh, had yeah. to like try to get your attention. There was, uh, was that the? So this one, this was the breadline roundtable with Nick Casey, and oh my God, who was the last one?
1: Mark. Was it Mark? No. Um, was it Mark? No. No, it was. um. Austin. Austin was on it, and Austin. so was uh oh, Ralph? The, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph Polinski.
2: Yeah. Okay, Ralph. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: So it was all of them. Damn, and I'm old. I, yeah, I, know, <laughs> I can't right? remember I know. shit. But wasn't it that your flights to Australia, somebody had messed them up? So you were literally on the airlines, and I'm like, and now no. we cut away. I'm going to. Ex- I'm
1: going to explain this story, right? So when we first originally were going to Australia, we flew into Brisbane. But at mm -hmm. that carpet fest, that carpet fest before we actually went, right, everybody Mm -hmm. was telling us not to go at this time. Everybody had their own opinion on when the best time to go to Australia was, right? Um, Turns out it might not have been right. Because, like, when people went outside of that time, it's like they're just like, oh, check out this snake I found. Check out this thing I found. You know what I mean? So, oh, look, I know in Python, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So um, we decided that we originally were going to go into Brisbane and then go out west, right? So we were going to drive out to where all of a sudden it starts to become the Outback. and. I don't know if it was me or if it was Rob because Rob sort of like puts together the, the itinerary of the trip. I'm i I'm just a guy that kind of goes along with the flow. Like, look, I want to see X, right? So we have to go where, what, you know, obviously is usually a carpet Python. Um, so, uh, he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then I was like, well I just I think I think I had watched some show about people in the outback and they like drove into the outback and at the remember when we had the show with Scott and he was talking about you have to make sure you have an extra tire and a thing of gas mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. all this water and all this stuff and I'm telling Rob I'm like Rob we're gonna need all this extra stuff so then it kind of changed so the trip, was then going to change to where we were going to go to Cairns, and we were trying to get this flight to Cairns. But the so the flight to Australia was good, but mm-hmm. because it was all one airline. But then that changed, and we had already had these trips to Cairns, and now they conflicted with each other. So I was trying to get onto the phone to call the other airline company for us to fly from Brisbane to Cairns. And tried to see if I could change that flight to a later flight, so that we could actually because that's where we spent the majority of our time was in Cairns, not in Brisbane. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was very stressful. This year we don't yeah. have that stress, <laughs> so yeah,
0: no more stress. Yeah. So it's it, it, it's just going to be a really cool time, in my opinion. I mean. I haven't been yet, but uh, I'm thinking it's going to be really <laughs> Dude, I hope Dude, we'll, so.
1: we will be getting I, on. Yeah. We will be in L.A. at this time. Yeah, I, next I, week. I was
0: talking to I was talking to the the better half, and I'm like, this time next week, Eric and I will be in the air on our way to Los Angeles, and and like that was I'm like, damn, yeah, I got to pack. Like I got to yeah. go get boots. I got. Um, we we're telling Riley about the really cool walking snake sticks slash snake hooks that we bought, which mm. I mean, um, crystal yeah. and me was making fun of us for our shin guards and our, uh, hats and, uh, <laughs> and our, uh, our headlamps. And I told, uh, Eric that my headlamp has a strobe ability. So if he's wandering with Rob, and he sees like a strobe, like getting thrashed about. It means, it means I'm in peril, and that he is to come and rescue me. So, um, yes we'll see if he gets there. But, um yeah, nuts. It's gonna be insane. Next also, year we'll,
1: uh, we'll get Riley to go. We'll be coming. Yeah, oh, I mean I don't want we be having made
0: Riley do stuff. I mean we should really make Riley do more stuff. He's more of like. Riley is everybody's intern. Like I found out, he films for. for yeah. He comes with us. He is the he is everyone's unpaid intern, and it's That's like, right. wow, dude. Yeah.
2: So.
1: Got to get him that, out
2: there. That zoo yeah. life got me used to being broke. <laughs> Working for free. We're Working close to free. it. Yeah. Damn. Don't now worry, I'm man. sad.
1: <laughs> we'll sell some. We'll sell some snakes, and we'll get a ticket. Everybody go to the Teespring T shirt spot and buy some NPR gear and Thank you, you. We could get Riley a ticket next year.
0: Yes. For for just a dollar a day. You could take this <laughs> poor this poor zookeeper could go to Australia. It's like we zoom in close on Riley's face, pouting yeah. and like you know, it's sad. Sarah I McLaughlin, music. get kid. the
2: video footage needed to make that convincing. We can do this. I'm, can I, I, can I yeah. use the
0: picture on a will Skype account? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that one he looks mad. It's <laughs> a, a buy it or else face. It's like right. you know, take me said, to Australia, sons Australia of bitches, or <laughs> you'll never see Rob Stone alive. Oh, oh God! <laughs> uh, Rob, we won't know where to go. Right. So yeah.
3: Oh, all, too right, good. So,
1: all right, the next clip is called Half Credit Wet T-Shirts. Uh, wait, hold on. Half what? Credit Wet
2: T-Shirts. You
0: had t-shirts. me at wet t-shirts. No, it's not. It, we're the only people on the show, Riley. Don't get excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Half Credit
1: Wet T-Shirts and Weeks with the Croissant Bandit. What? Who's the Croissant Bandit? Oh, I can't wait to hear how this that
0: one ties be, to yeah, Okay, go ahead.
4: Is Owen We're just talking, talking about, about a wet shirt. t-shirt contest or something he was participating in, or what I was making the case of, like something to eat, and then at the last minute, I just I just caught the last little bit of that, and you're I just got the distinct impression <laughs> you know, of a wet t-shirt, t-shirt contest with Owen involved, and that I mean that's that's worth the price of admission right there. You get a t-shirt,
0: not a wet t-shirt I t- contest. T- well, well, I, I think told you upgrade that. T-shirt. That's a very
4: easy jump to make, right? To a wet t-shirt.
0: I understand. I apologize for my
4: Owen and Owen and Zach in wet T-shirts and. <laughs> so I'm like, well, now no one's coming to carpet <laughs> Yeah, now that I just might have sunk the whole prospect of the whole thing right there. Yeah, true story. fatty man boobs.
1: <laughs> That's something I don't want to think
3: about right now.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you you guys have inspired me to uh, to do the same. So 2016 is uh, heading out to yeah, Australia.
4: I just you're supposed to go with us. I know. You You picked there's, the worst time FD of the seat year. In the back seat, man. <laughs> We're <laughs> even going to make you ride in the trunk. We're giving you actual proper seat.
6: <laughs> oh, man, it would have been so much tighter. Ugh.
4: Oh, man, Ryan the whole time, paranoid about how many butts in the – I mean, <laughs> you're out in the middle of nowhere, so you've got to have, you know, a lot of water, things to drink, food, because you might go, you know, a good bit between, you know – you gotta, you gotta get extra food, cause Nick likes to eat other people's food. Oh man! <laughs> you, you, you eat one, you eat one thing of croissants, and you're branded for life. I swear. One thing, <laughs> one. You mean, you mean Ryan? I got four packs, and I think I had one. <laughs> for, for the record, for the record, this is uh, this man is good for the rest of my life. I'll be haunted for eating these croissant, these old stale ass croissants that came in like a four pack from like a. If you can imagine the freshness of the baked goods you get at a truck stop in the middle of a mining town in Western Australia. Oh California. man! <laughs> we didn't have any like Saran wrap or anything or any cling plastic wrap, so he opened it and it just like it just exposed the air. So like a couple of days later, they're pretty, pretty much biscotti at that point. And I, I did in a weak moment, I did consume another man's uh, stale croissants, <laughs> for which I'm, I will never be, uh, I will be banished for uh, for all time. But uh, That was a
0: uh, 10 days of a week moment, man.
3: Woo. Oh, man. It was a... The croissant bandit. Yeah, I
4: mean, guilty as charged, I guess. Okay, so I got a
1: question in from uh, from Zach Baez. And, uh, Uh-oh.
4: He, you What's know, he's... Chorizo he's... hot dogs? <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I saw, I, saw, uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's like chorizo hot dog. I'm like... Like Zach, I thought you were trying to get in shape, but that does look amazing. I'm sure, I mean, I'm pretty sure chorizo. I'm trying to figure out where the fitness plan where chorizo hot dogs are on. Are on that, but
3: uh,
4: uh, it looked like the best uh, thing I've ever uh, seen in my life, too, for the record. But uh, I'm a big fan of chorizo, but okay. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> there must be a thousand small species of elapids, but Australia only has like two kinds of snakes: pythons and elapids. If you don't know what it is, it's an elapid.
1: Any imbricata? My dream <laughs> species.
4: <laughs> yes, but not in a traditional sense, I suppose. I mean,
3: um... okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh-uh.
4: Well, you guys tell that story.
6: Yeah. Well, we found a dead one. That was uh, oh. one of the heartbreaks—a really big, really big one. Oh Mass man, dead. Um, and then uh, we were driving back to Perth, and we were all depressed about not having seen uh, an and Since none of us had actually ever seen one in the flesh, we were driving by a pet store and thought, well, what the hell, let's go take a chance. We saw a live one, we hailed a live one, but hey, not cows, how we I wanted
3: to
0: this counts, oh. it doesn't count as a field pod. You can say you've seen one, but it doesn't count. We held a
4: one. live one and we found a flat one. It, that, between the two, we should get credit, I think. <laughs> it's, like
0: a, it's, B, it's like a C oh, right man. there. It's like a C. We count for like
4: oh, 0.5 of an imbricata or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, half of one.
4: Yeah, half. Let's get half credit. But I'll tell you, it's I'm like, like you, a, you, you search for these rare things, and when you finally find one, if you find it, you're. it's a. You see a bunch of grown men kind of frolicking around, dancing around. It was just kind of. Uh, I would have to say it was frolicking. I think that would count as frolicking. I mean in the middle of the night, we were just like overwhelmed with like joy.
5: I think Ryan even made a a gravel a gravel angel when we found that. In the <laughs> <laughs> I that, that olive fight uh, and It was pretty awesome.
3: It was like fun one
5: super Fine, the
4: there. I mean.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> that was oh yeah, there's a funny story. Ryan getting delirious from exhaustion and dehydration. You can't just I did not like
0: think his, it was that humorous.
4: That, oh my god. Yeah, it's funny now when you realize you're not gonna die after okay, he didn't funny die. He now this is funny. <laughs> going sure. to these places and seeing this stuff you kind of like I totally get how people can spend their whole lives and waste their family fortune trying to search for sunken treasure ships and stuff cuz it's kind of <laughs> that same mentality you're kind of like yeah you don't know exactly. what around this next corner the next one more pass the next one is going to be it you just in yeah. any you can see nothing for 3 hours but then you find one thing and it's like that huge surge of adrenaline woo you know king of the world trip of a lifetime when you guys right. you start looking for airfare right now, we got plenty of show left. you guys can find your tickets already tonight. You know, this is the way to 2016, man. Yeah, I mean, I You know what a great yeah. motivator is to do this something, is to make it happen, is just buy the damn tickets since tickets are non-refundable. You'll figure it out. You just buy the tickets. You're going. Because <laughs> you can yeah. make excuses about buying the tickets, but you, once you've done that, once you bite the bullet and buy them, then you're you're going. So it's just a matter. Then you've got no choice. So you light a fire under your own ass to make it happen.
1: He has a boy. yeah. So when Nick called me, Nick called me. He's telling me about this trip, and he says, you know, that we're they're doing this, and blah blah blah. And would I be interested in going? So I talked to my wife later that night, and I'm like, oh man, they're going. Uh, you know, to Australia and she's like, You should just go, you should just do it, you know, stop stop being a freaking baby and blah 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 and all this stuff. And then I, I'm not realizing like when it is, what time of what what the time frame is, and I come and kind of look at the calendar, yeah, it's right at Thanksgiving, and I was like, Son of a bitch. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
4: So so when you're when's your next expedition?
1: 2016. That's when we're going. Yep. 2016.
4: Go. pussies, You got a whole. You got like 11 months left. Over 11 months left in this year.
1: Yeah. I got some snakes. Eat. I got to pay off.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's true. Ryan's a serial killer, man. And, uh, wildlife. We, uh, we're driving around uh, with, and there's so many kangaroos, and they're
3: not. They're pretty neat, but
4: they're not the smart. They're not smart animals. Firstly. Ryan managed to do the impossible and that he hit an owl in the air. Like, how do you know wow. <laughs> No, the owl hit us. The
0: howl, oh, owl
4: hit us. I was going to say, like I didn't owl.
0: do anything but straight ahead, the owl hit us. The owl yeah, the didn't owl do that. It He committed suicide.
3: The owl
7: would
0: probably
4: be different A that. All you can do is really put yourself in the right place. To have a chance to find these things, and then and then hope you get lucky. I mean, and, but we we definitely huh. did that. We were in position to find almost everything.
3: Except hey, that but bad driving that. on the left one. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: everybody
4: that's something
6: to get used to.
4: They, everyone mm-hmm. will have that moment when you're driving around in Australia where you almost kill everybody. <laughs> uh,
3: everybody right has deal. it
4: everybody has it we all did it I did I, I had mine you know eight years ago my first trip I had that moment I pulled out in the wrong way into traffic and almost killed everybody so just oh you God. know you'll, it'll happen when you guys go at some point you will all literally almost die because you're going to pull out in the wrong lane of traffic just out of habit and it won't be like when you first get the rental car it'll be like a day later or something in the morning you'll pull out and then you'll do it it won't be because when you first get it, you're very Really paying attention. So when you almost get comfortable with it, then you'll screw up. That's great. You guys have got to do it. 2015, no reason to wait.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't so, go, go you. know. Do it know.
4: October 2015, make it happen.
3: Yeah, you, know,
4: know. Out to, you can't figure it out in like eight months, nine months. Why wait? Why put <laughs> off for another year? What if you get hit by a bus? You, then you would have missed your chance.
1: Uh, how dark is it
4: at night? I mean, it's got to be dark as hell,
1: right? It, there's <laughs> I mean, no light pollution over there. It is,
6: it is way darker than it is here. Wow. Oh,
4: that's one of the most beautiful things. Is You look up at the stars because you're yeah. sleeping outside or whatever, and you can see so many stars because there's no lights, no pollution. There's nothing. It's like you can see just this – you can literally – at one point, I can't remember where we are at, but you could see the Milky Way. You could see that we are in a spiral galaxy because you could literally see the band of stars where it's a lot more dense because that's the Milky Way. You can see our galaxy, or our yeah, you um, local it's neighborhood. Storm, which, you know, it, it really—I don't know—it's—it's it's something.
6: Well, it's we like, don't have near the light pollution over here, you know, you East Coasters. So,
4: yeah, yeah, no, it's a—it's uh, something. It, we're afraid it's, of the uh, dark. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Australians and ill-fitting footwear, but every time I'm in Australia, there's, like, you know, wherever the Australian guy you have with you is, there usually seems to be one, they're, like, always wearing, like, like the flip-flops that don't even fit, so, like, their entire heel is on the ground. Is like, three sizes too small, you know, while grabbing, while messing with some King Brown or something in the road, wearing some, you know, poorly-fitting flip-flops. Like, well, that's giving you some foot protection. And his brother, Simon... <laughs> Simon's wearing flip-flops, and I've never seen somebody get so fucking burnt. His feet are so burnt. He looked like a freaking hobbit. You watch the Lord of the Rings movies, have oh, like the God. giant, swollen, oversized prosthetic feet. His feet were like that, but red. I couldn't believe they were oh, his, his flip-flops—the little strap things that keep it go over your toes on the top of your foot—and a pair of flip-flops are literally cutting into his flesh because his foot is not only, its so beyond burned. But it's actually swollen to, like, twice his normal size. And he's still wearing the same flip oh flops, And they're just – I took pictures of his feet. And I, I talked to him at the Portland show just this past weekend. He says, they're still not right. They're so bad. They're
0: never you know, going to be right.
3: They, they're
4: <laughs> still – still feet still aren't right from that. They were that – like, how did you not know your feet were getting just, just totally barbecued? How do you not notice Yeah, that, the sun you – know,
6: the sun there in Australia is pretty intense, so when you guys go, make sure you wear plenty
1: of sunscreen. Take that. That's a very good tip.
0: That was a very good tip. It's <laughs> uh, once again Nick kind of just gets on the mic, and we kind of just let him talk, and he slays. Yes. Because it was just. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot for- about the croissants. I forgot about the croissants. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah.
1: about that episode too. Yeah,
0: that was. I like that one. That was that was a good one. Oh.
1: <laughs> but we were supposed to go in 2015, Owen. It's 2019 right. and, <laughs> and
0: we were supposed and we were supposed to have a wet t-shirt contest at Carpet Fest. There's a lot of things on the show that never happen, okay?
1: Right. God. Oh, dear. Um but yeah, I I do love how Ryan just kind of like puts Nick in his place. <laughs>
0: Every just, once in a while Ryan yeah, just yeah, steps yeah. in and smacks him down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, that's great. I don't know. It's now. I forget who told us. It was I don't know if it was you or if it was a Nick thing, but it was the when you look up at the sky and you just realize that you're just a monkey sitting on a rock. Oh, well, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's <I> can't... Dave, <laughs> Dave Kelly used to say that. He said, "I'm just a you know, smart monkey sitting on a rock in the middle of the universe." Like, yeah, yeah. We're
1: just a monkey sitting on a rock, <laughs> spinning through the universe. <laughs> it's
0: just. I mean, I imagine. Looking up at the sky in Australia is really gonna be nuts. So, oh,
1: dude, you you have no idea. You have no yeah. idea. Oh man! All right. Jesus. Let's see. Um, this one is called. Well, oh beer. Oh, oh beer! beer.
2: <laughs> no, beer? No, no. <laughs> wow, it's
1: called. Buddy. <laughs> it's called monkeys and oven mitts. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> That's what it's Sweet. called. It's
1: called Monkeys and Oven Mets. All
0: right, go for it. October.
6: Uh, we're going in October, okay. the end Are of
0: October. Go- Are you
4: yeah. going, Owen?
0: I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we- you're going? Yeah. Oh,
4: man. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't. It's your first time, isn't it? Better-
0: it its but I couldn't stand one more year of sitting here across from him every Tuesday and being like, well, Owen, if you had ever been to Australia, you'd know that I'm like, oh my fucking
6: God. He just look, doesn't no, understand. <laughs> Nick, he
3: doesn't, <laughs> understand. he doesn't
0: understand. He
6: doesn't understand. He'll see. He'll see. So,
4: it's so... It's like the funnest time you're ever going to have. It'll be like right. gross and itchy and uncomfortable at times, but <laughs> the first python you find in a while, you're gonna be like, it's going to be like this...
3: Dude.
4: Amazing the <laughs> ears to be blown away. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to Dude. see Owen uh Owen <laughs> <wrangling> some <Olympics. laughs>
0: I was um they 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 they've already kind you of mean, told like the group has already said I'm not allowed to touch anything first because they're <laughs> worried I'm no, gonna push no. get myself killed. So, yeah. you know.
4: No, no, they're going to make you wear like a pair of mittens or something.
0: They keep... <laughs> duck, duck tape oven mitts to my you're hands. To you like, yeah.
4: till, you're, not, you're not allowed to touch your thing until a grown-up gets here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold my hand, Owen. Come on. Be... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wear one of those like what? kid harnesses, and Eric's going to have like a leash, in, just so he can keep me from running around. Well, like,
4: you see, yeah. like, like little kids where it looks, like a, it looks like a backpack, but it looks like a monkey's.
0: It's yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> size. yeah, an adult size one of those. <laughs> where you'd be like, no, yeah. no, yeah. They <laughs> so both start
4: like little dogs with <laughs> harnesses, where it's like a like of reel where you can reel them in, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like little like, like like reel them back. No, get back
3: here. No, nope, bring here. him in. Yeah, no. Uh... Yeah, you guys love. You fun.
4: I can't believe Owen's actually going this time.
0: Oh, Jesus. I know. You know uh, <laughs> the massive amounts of peer pressure. Plus, you know, I finally actually had spending money. So, <laughs> you know, stop buying snakes.
4: So, really, you're basically the only place you can eat are like roadhouses and truck stops, basically. So, you pretty much subsist the entire time on whatever Australian truckers eat. Turns nope out, boy. not a lot of healthy choices. Yeah. yeah. I'm like 17 pounds <laughs> in 13 days. Oh, shit. I'm not kidding. 17 pounds, which shouldn't even be biologically possible, like, to at that <laughs> much. So like, oh, that's probably just me and all this, like, salty crap, and it's just water, and you're just pissing out, like, when you get back. And, nope, nine pounds of it was genuine fat. Nine pounds. Because oh, like, like, within, like, ten days, I had lost about half of it, but half of it was real, and I couldn't believe it. Um, what are you carrying uh... all
3: these?
4: You don't
3: need to
0: have a bunch of wet wipes. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll take those out of my bag. You know, yeah. no, no, no tons of wet wipes. Yeah. You know. Come on, Owen. This is good. Oh, this is man. good. I'm learning. Yeah.
1: You're learning. So, Meat
0: yeah. pie. Oh, my God.
6: roll with ketchup. Yeah. No yeah. wipes. No wet
0: wipes. Um, leave my pedicure kit coffee. at home. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Coffee. It's all good. Ice break. Ice ice break. Break. Dude, I already found yeah. pictures of the bottle, it's and I about- saved it on my phone. I got it. Don't
3: worry.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Okay. Have you had success with Woma eggs? What's the secret? Yeah. What? I mean, no I know they have about- to be kept...
3: So. That, that's good. good job.
0: That's a great, just
6: what Show's we needed. Over.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has been Tips with
1: Nick. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny once you read these and then you start listening and
0: you're like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, you remember them. And it's like, now I'm afraid, you know, obviously if we didn't. I'm worried now that Riley's going to send a monkey backpack. All
3: think about right <laughs> yeah.
1: well, it's Wait, what is the, like, what's your address again, Owen? Birdsboro what? No,
3: <laughs> no get the hell away
0: from me. You, you, no, because I'm uh... not going to pack it, but it's, I got, I, somehow I got in my head an image of like a picture of me, like running towards a tree with like the backpack on and you holding the other end of it, like <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to hold me back. But like running like a, like a little toddler runs with their arms yes. stretched out and like, like a T-Rex oh! <laughs> with, with reckless abandon <laughs> yeah Oh, that's great. Ooh, shiny. It's like, no. It's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're going right for the crocodile. Ooh,
0: look, look, look,
2: look. <laughs> it's like, yeah.
1: No, Owen. <laughs>
2: no, Owen. Not no. until the adults look at it first. <laughs> Just keep a rolled up newspaper nearby and smack them no. across the face. No. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait. Great.
0: Keith, do you have your do you have your walking buddy Owen? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God. Oh, that's great.
0: Poor that's Keith. I, I feel like I keep feeling like we're going to break him. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, the Keith McPeak that returns will not be the Keith McPeak that left because, you know, he's going out with the three of us, which I already told you. I'm glad he's coming. This way, I don't have to be in the background of every photograph <laughs> behind you and Rob. But you know, it's like, yeah. Oh, God. This
1: one is called Owen is a Soft Human.
0: Oh, well, we already knew this. I mean, I don't even... <laughs> what the hell is this going to be?
1: I don't know.
6: The trick with uh, womas is not so much getting them to produce eggs, it's the eggs going the distance because they can be kind of tricky. So,
0: Listen, uh, I am a very, you know, soft uh, human <laughs> and can take care of very, like, you know, gingerly take care of these eggs myself and... With the utmost care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, man. Very yeah, good. <laughs> good. It's going to be terrible. So. Yeah. yeah. We'll see, so, we'll uh, see how both When I get him, we'll figure
1: it out. Wait, hold on. I have uh, to pause this for a second. No, I'm
0: a soft human. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I'm yeah. not talking about that. Why won't anybody tell me about Woma eggs? <laughs> Nick has a smart ass comment. You tell me you're a soft human. You're gingerly touching these no, eggs. No, no, God what
0: is, no. What I said is that first off, you and I both know that I am the opposite of that. I'm a bull in a China shop. On a good day, I kick over at least four things a day. So <laughs> with the Woma eggs, my problem is that I kept trying to move them and I had them on water suspension. And every time I moved them, the water would go fucking everywhere. And I'd be like, oh, God. Then I'd spend the next 20 minutes drying everything off. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that I am not this. And you should never listen or do what I'm doing. So, there you go. All
1: right. Fair enough. Well.
0: <laughs> also, the only Wilma eggs I've gotten, I've murdered horribly. So, <laughs> so don't take my advice. So, your soft approach is not something to uh, yeah, apparently I, yeah. It, the soft ginger way is not to go. I should just kick open the incubator, <laughs> rip the eggs out, shake them about, and then put them back in, and then I'll get walmas.
1: All right, fair enough. Let's see. Yeah.
6: <laughs> the trick with uh, walmas is not so much getting them to produce eggs, it's the eggs going the distance because they can be kind of tricky. So,
0: uh, Listen, I am a very you know soft uh, human. And can take care of very, like, you know, gingerly take care of these eggs myself and with the utmost care.
6: <laughs> oh, very good,
0: good. Yeah, they're doing It's going to be <clears throat> terrible. So,
6: yeah. yeah. We'll see how so, we'll um, be, though. When I
0: get them, we'll figure it out.
6: <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I have to take that little dig for, for Matt. Um, you don't have to. You, Matt. you don't have to.
0: You really don't. <laughs> yeah. What the hell,
6: Owen? Eagles won the I, Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, yes, yes, they did. And I was among very a lot of Eagles friends when they won, and I got to talk to my brother on the phone, and they all took their digs. So trust me, it was, it was good.
6: When you went to Alice so, Springs, um, did you find any Bradly? <laughs>
9: <laughs> if I told you what happened, you probably wouldn't believe it.
3: <laughs> um, I, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do
6: tell. So, uh, yeah.
9: <laughs> OK, so this is my first this is my first herping trip to Australia. Okay?: My first time in Alice Springs. Never I don't know what to expect, So I'm, I get there, I'm alone. I get there, and I'm staying at this place called uh, the Ross River Homestead which is in the McDonald Ranges, uh, east of Alice Alex Springs. And um, I drove out there in the afternoon. It's incredible, McDonald Ranges are beautiful. And um, so I get there, I get settled in, and then I'm gonna go out it's starting to get, you know, sun's starting to go down. I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's go see, I'm, I'm ready to try this. And so <laughs> I go down the Ross Highway right after dusk. First pass, I go down. I'm like, okay, let me turn around, go back. I loop, I turn back as I'm heading back east near, I'm coming up on this turnoff to uh, Trofina Gorge, which is a, a national park area there. And right there in the road in front of me is like a five foot Brettel Eye. No, I thought And I couldn't believe I hit the brakes so hard in my car, like all the gear in the back seat went flying <laughs> forward hit me in the back oh, of the head, all the stuff ends up on the dashboard I'm like fumbling to put the car in, in park and meanwhile the thing <laughs> is moving and I'm trying to grab my headlamp and all this stuff and I'm like falling out of the car and I run up to it and I pick it up and it was just incredible, it uh, had a scar on its tail, uh, so it's probably a male um, I just marveled at it. I was god smacked I couldn't believe it
3: right <laughs>
6: All right. Go ahead, Owen. You want to talk some breeding? Owen? Did we lose Owen? We lost <laughs> Owen. <laughs> All right. Well.
0: And I know we. I know we touched on temps a little bit earlier, but uh, what?
6: I think we lost Owen. Hello. There? <laughs> yeah, Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know what he was going to ask. <laughs> um, I don't know, Owen. Did you have anything you want to you want to jump in and before you get caught nah, off? No, <laughs> I mean,
0: no, I'm right here. I'm right here. Which you know, I may not be here in a second, so I have no idea what the hell's going on. Oh man, we got to get to Australia. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I
9: listen yeah. to your show and uh, it seems like you guys keep saying, "Oh, we got to get down there. We got to get down
6: there." And well, never go, right? with the lottery. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> no, actually we've
6: started the planning process um, for again. Um, I think we're going to try to go around February of next year. I think that's where we're going to try to go.
9: Spectacular. So, you guys are going to go in February?
0: Uh, Let's try. (laughs)
6: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know about Owen, but like you know, we're, Owen's gonna try we're gonna to sell every
0: snake he can to go, and that's how we're gonna do it. So it's really not you know. that expensive, right? I, mean, I know, it's not,
6: but
3: he's still crazy. got all this stuff, you know. Jesus, it's not <laughs> like it's like
6: fifteen grand to go, right? Right? I mean, I don't right? know Right, right, no. <laughs> what it is is like you know. Because I know Owen needs like this length of time to get his shit together, so like we give him a
3: big cushion
6: <laughs> so that he can't He's have any wrong. excuses. Because you know that if I go to to Australia and Owen doesn't come and I come back, he, he'll never hear the so end mad. of it, and he'll just so be so mad. mad. He will. You'll uh, you'll quit the show, and <laughs> I will.
0: It'll be it. That'll be gone. That'll be the end of it. Stuff to keep you sounds going, like, just in case. Sounds like a hell of a good time. So Yeah, that's a dream trip, man. Train. Yeah, it is. Awesome. got to watch out for Candy the road trains. Candy bars train. and carpet. Road, yeah.
6: what was it? Road
9: trains? Road trains, you know, the big the big trucks out there in the
6: outback. Oh, oh, the
3: oh. There, oh. Gotcha.
9: That are hauling, like, cattle and stuff. They're, like, you know, really, really long. And, oh, uh, shit. And the, the roads out there are narrow, so when you see one coming... You got to get off the road or get way, way over on the shoulder and just let them pass. And they kick up stones and dirt and everything, and they'll crack your windshield. And <laughs> so you got to oh, really good yeah.
1: I know why he put that clip in there because mm-hmm. that's what happened to us when we drove to uh, out west um, to Chigalo. Chigalo, what the hell? What I the
5: hell?
3: <laughs> I.
1: What the hell? <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, no.
3: See, this is, again,
0: that's why I hate the fact that we can edit now is because you're going to take away something uh, gold. Now Rob won't have this for when we do a show 10 years from now.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: look. Look, Riley, he committed to 10 years from now. So. <laughs> I, what? Uh,
2: we all heard it. Yeah, I'm it's a,
1: uh, So, yeah, I forgot about that episode we did with Dan. yeah. But, yeah, that's gonna be oh man. I'm it's so funny though that you, it's like I said there that you're gonna be sick and tired of me saying about Australia. I was I like, was you
3: curious. are you're done. But I like that's it. the
0: only like, way I could get Owen to go. But I also
5: like
0: it because it's like we're gonna go in February and then you cut in as I'm listening to this clip. Didn't happen. Like, I know it didn't happen. <laughs> It's like, I think Rob did, like, you know, Rob did this, and then Rob had something to do tonight so that he could just, like, put the daggers in and, like, just really twist them of, like, the, you know, we're finally going after years of promise. It's like, all right, God damn it. Yeah. So we are
1: going, though. So learn from us, Riley. Don't say that you're going to do something and never do it.
0: Yeah. Don't the next time yeah. you have carpets and coffee, don't make horrible promises to spend thousands of dollars that you don't have.
2: So, well, that's that's easy to do because I, I don't have thousands. See, there you of go. <laughs>
0: the, don't promise. <laughs>
2: God. There you go. Oh, um, for a dollar a day, you can do <laughs> <win> it. I, <too. laughs>
1: dude, I am going to find some like that music. The it's,
0: arms it's of the sad, angel, and sad, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> insert it right in there. Photos of Riley yep. looking sad, random places, and we could totally
2: get it. I'll Dude. get you some photos, Owen. <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> at, the, at, the end of,
1: at the end of this episode, Owen, we're, we'll be quiet, right? And then yep. you just you just say exactly what she said, <laughs> and then I'm gonna put in the arms of the angel underneath of it. And then you're going to say, also,
2: (laughs) oh, God. (laughs) That's going to be great. Put that on a t shirt.
0: (laughs) You know, this is, I wish I had more talent when it came to like Photoshop and design and things like that because we could put so much crap on t shirts and just, oh, my God. Yeah. So much things and so many cool stuffs and, I do think we need a poster of the official drinking game rules of NPR, and we may need to, like, expand them or put the original rules down. Like, you know, every once in a while you look at a poster, and it looks like somebody took a Sharpie to it and wrote in stuff. Yes. But, like, it's actually part of the poster. Yeah. So, like, we have the rules, but we've added some or altered them and stuff like that. I think, think that
1: would have to go in for I a think, Zebra. I think that, I, oh, Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: You could oh, have yeah. like different editions. You could have like the the twenty twelve edition, the the millennial edition, the revised edition, the Australia Trip Actually Happened edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I do I do also wanted I also wanted a t shirt that's kind of like a band t shirt that has all the different carpet fests as well as all the big Ooh. shows that we talked about. Oh, almost yeah. like a checklist kind of a deal. Like you could go to these things and if you've completed them kind of a deal. Yeah, uh, I'd buy two what, of those. Yeah, what
1: what do you win, Owen?
0: <laughs> you, you win if you go to if you in a in a calendar. No, hold
2: on. You I have win to, a I have snake to, hook with a flask.
0: Billy. I have to phrase this correctly, otherwise I'm going to end up in a very bad place. If you go to all those things in one calendar year, all carpet fests and all the major shows, I will potentially go Bigfoot hunting with
2: you. Oh!
3: <laughs> he said oh.
2: it. This is happening. <laughs> He's acknowledged its existence a second time. Oh no!
1: Yeah, but I will, This is a, wrong. Yo. Oh, and this is like when your girl says that she's ready to do something that you've been waiting for her to like bring up, and like you You just, ticka, like, bow, bow. just like maybe eventually she'll say it, and she said it. Yes, we're going Bigfoot hunting.
0: Yep. <laughs> so like,
2: oh, 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 oh man. Just
0: saying. <clears throat> if you can, uh, uh, you know, it's like uh, a. <laughs>
2: Get it all done and it's get not the T-shirt out, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, of course not. You're gonna screw me with that. And then Owen walks side saddle for three days after.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> What would, you know, how fucked up would it be if you really go Bigfoot hunting? Well, with no, then somebody? I have to kill you because I think if the, I'm out <laughs> in
2: the woods with you, if <laughs> no, we, no, could, we could probably pull some strings and get the guys from that Discovery Channel show to yeah, like yeah, they're not doing right. anything put down. it on TV. If Bobo. Eric, <laughs> I, like, let's say
0: Eric and I go herping in the woods, and by some miracle, Bigfoot comes in front of us. Yes, I now <laughs> have to murder Eric because. He'll come back and tell people what we saw and that there is definitive proof that I have to eat so much crow. So I'd rather commit murder
2: (laughs) of a very good friend of mine than to live with this let see. Oh, he loves- Owen, he'll have a he'll have the monkey leash backpack. I know, him, and I really, so.
0: it'll be very hard to get him while he's like pulling on it or wrapping me around a tree. Uh, he'll, he'll just he'll just I'll stub you up on it. a tree like a gator. Exactly.
1: Uh when God. I can see it right now, Bigfoot will walk across the front of us, and Owen no will Eric, look at me, and he'll go, "You know what has to happen, right?" You
0: know what has to happen <laughs> right? <laughs> we have to kill what, him. What, <laughs> One of those moments where after after it, it leaves us and Eric and I sit there in silence for about two seconds, both of us know what has to happen now. <laughs> and we're just waiting for the other to make the move. Am I going to kill him? Is he going to run? Um, that kind of a deal. See so, yeah. right.
1: That's when I pull the backpacks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I should have ordered you a stun gun, too. <laughs> Give me a taser. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's been prepared for this. He just tases me. Like, yeah.
1: I know. My reaction was, I swear to God, man, it's just like, you know, like your girl's like all of a sudden like, oh, I think we should try this. And I'm oh, like, really? oh, oh, yeah, really?
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, boy. All right. The problem is, is I'm sitting here and I'm like. I have to phrase this correctly. <laughs> I'm going to end up in the woods with Ian Bissell. <laughs> it's yes. going <gonna> like, <laughs> to be like, shit, he did he's do it all. He's the only one that can do <laughs> it he's all, like, yeah, I can do it all. <laughs> it's like he's the only one I know who could possibly do them all. See, oh, God. Ian, you, you, know, you do this
1: carpet fest and you do all these things, and you seem to be able to make shit happen. But
0: Travel
2: everywhere. yeah.
1: Challenge to you, my man.
2: <laughs> challenge. Be careful. Ian makes his own he, schedule. Yeah, dude.
1: Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one is right. called Spiders, Soul Prep, and Beetlejuice. <laughs> awesome.
0: <clears throat> All right. Are you ready to do this? I am totally ready. My soul is prepared.
7: Okay.
6: <laughs> hey, Justin. <laughs> All
0: right, then. <laughs> hey, guys.
6: Welcome back, Joseph. Hey, glad, glad
8: to have you. Oh, good to be back. Uh, glad uh, Owen's soul is, soul is paired. That's a good thing. Always. To yeah,
6: always.
0: <laughs> I say, Randall, I'm so ready. I, got, I, I, if I can say something that trips him up every episode, it's a good episode.
6: Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, a labor of love for sure, right, Owen? <laughs>
8: oh, definitely, definitely sure, let's go with that. I woke up one morning and I had an email alert for cheap tickets to Australia, and they were like four hundred and fifty dollars round trip tickets, and I'm what? like this has got to be good to be true, you know, so I opened the website, you know, click on the link, of course, and check it out, and sure enough, you know there's tickets you can purchase for four hundred fifty dollars round trip or somewhere around there. It was really cheap, and so I'm like, holy crap! And I, you know, woke up my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm taking the kids to Australia. You know, I'm I'm gonna take the three oldest kids <laughs> and, and go to Australia. And she's like, sure, sounds good. And so I'm like, okay, I'll ask them when I get home from work. You know, thinking because you know, I, I don't know, planner. You know, that planning side of me, like making sure they want to go, like they wouldn't want to go. But anyway, <laughs> so I get home from work and. Say hey kids, who wants to go to Australia? And my three oldest are like, yeah,
3: let's do it. And
8: so I go back to buy the tickets, and yeah, they're long gone. <laughs> and ah. Back up to you know fifteen hundred dollars a piece, and I'm like, oh crap, this is not going to go well. So uh, <laughs> sorry kids, uh, you know. The, so uh. they were kind of, they were bummed out, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'll keep my eyes open and find cheap tickets again, you know. You know, it's it's, it's funny because you know I've I've been several times now and. I've tried to find diamonds. We've looked pretty intensively on a couple of the trips, like gone out, you know, bushwhacking, looking for these diamonds and, you know, great habitat and, and prime locations where they've been seen before and have just come up short, you know, and this time I'm thinking, well, you know, what's it's, it's hard because I'm only going to be in town for a couple of days, kind of early in the season. They're not really moving too much yet. And, you know, then, then you see one, you know, <laughs> you just can't plan for that stuff. So, you know, you just got to, <laughs> Got to put yourself out there and be in the right place at the right time, I guess. That's kind of what herping is to some extent, you know. So, you know, go to the store, the little grocery store, and buy a SIM card for 2 bucks, Plop it in the phone and get service, and so now I can use maps and all that kind of stuff. So if you're going over to Australia, it's a handy little tool. Just buy a SIM card and plop it in. I, maybe everybody else is more technologically advanced than I am, and that's old news, but... I don't know if
0: anybody listening. No, no. I'd be stumbling around the desert and be like in lost. We never saw Owen again is like how that would go. So, yeah, Yeah. that's a thing I'm going to log away now. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I wanted to show the kids
8: like a, you know, a cool lap. And we did see a couple uh, dead on the road, uh, Eastern Browns. And so they got to have an up close and personal look a lot, a lot closer than they would have if it would have been alive. About um, three, four in the morning, we just heard the most crazy sounds outside the tent. My daughter described it as, I think she said it was like a monkey eating a possum. You know, just like oh. screeching and, and all this noise. And we're like, what is going on? Like World War Three outside the tent. So we. I, I get out of get out of bed and start walking around. My daughter's kind of freaked out. She's like, "What is that noise? What's going on out there?" And and the fruit bats had come back from their night out and were back and and just flying around all the trees. And I guess we we were in their uh, roost area, you know, ca- camping there or, or they were making a pit stop there to look for more fruit or something. But man, those things are noisy. <laughs> they're not not fun to sleep around. I guess because they just they just uh, get you make you bolt right out of bed uh, with their, their squabbling. But that was kind of a fun thing. So, you know, my, my daughter's like, I wish they would shut up. I'm like, hey, come on. When when else are you gonna get woken up in the middle of the night by fruit bats? Come on, that's a cool thing.
3: <laughs>
8: not many <laughs> that's people get Never not gonna message. happen again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, all right, but they still suck, and <laughs> she she still doesn't like. I, I just mentioned fruit bats, and she gets this sour look on her face. But so that was that was pretty pretty fun. <laughs> we get out of the car and start looking, and my daughter's right behind me, and I, and I look up, and I stop, and there's probably a, a spider that's about, you know, six inches in diameter right in front of my face, like, in this web, you know. It was a really cool-looking spider. It had, like, some zebra pattern, black and white, really cool-looking but that was it for her. She went back to the car because they were like, and, and this whole area was just covered with these spiders. You had to, because I'm looking down at the ground looking for geckos, and but you had to remember to look up because you're going to wind up with a face full of spider if you didn't uh, keep your wits about you. So, and uh, luckily I'd i been in, you know, or yeah, been in areas before up in uh, Darwin area where you know, they're these giant orb weaver spiders. They're probably a good 12 inches around, you know, like with the legs and everything, but yeah, they're right at face level for some reason. That's a good spot to catch bugs, I guess, or maybe they're trying to catch people, but, um, it was, right. uh, like walking through a minefield. You had to duck and, and, uh, get around these giant, uh, webs, but, and then, uh, So I'm looking for, you know, knobtail geckos and really excited, just thinking around the next corner, there's going to be two or three of them, you know, just hanging out waiting for me, of course. And uh, all of a sudden, my daughter comes on the radio because, you know, I had a little walkie-talkie so they could feel safe while they sat in the car while I'm out looking for stuff. And they're like, Dad, are you done yet? And then, a, you know, a few more minutes go by, Dad, are you done yet? We're getting scared, you know, Somebody's going to come and murder us while we're in the car. I'm like, just keep the door locked. I'll hear the chainsaw. and I'll, I'll, come I'll right hear in, your so. screams. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, one of you will
0: alert me to the others that are in danger. So, I, hey, i exactly. So, yeah, it's
3: fine. <laughs> so, mother and
0: I talked so about this. Kept looking, and, and
8: about another 30 minutes go by, and all of a sudden – out comes the super moon, and it's like the, you know, the biggest moon we've had in what 200 years or something. I don't know. You guys remember the super moon back in November? It was like,
6: uh huh.
8: Yeah, they're all talking I about mean, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The moon comes over the horizon, and it's like, you know, it, it's, it's ten times bigger than I've ever seen the moon be. You know, and it's like full moon, bright as day, you know, all of a sudden the light comes on. You know, I'm like. Oh crap! If you know if you're if you're herper, you know that the moon does e- equals bad luck with finding reptiles in the wild. And when I say new, I mean people have known about them since the 90s, but um, new you rich. know I. I New age. They just haven't been described. We're just waiting for old uh, what's his guts to throw out a crappy paper and describe them. But hoser. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. mention he who should not yeah. be named. He, yeah. I forgot.
3: He's so, like Beetlejuice. So I forgot. Yeah. You know we don't say his name. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll start writing the paper right now if you say it another time. So let's stop yeah, there. Yeah, no but, one stop that. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, you know, checking it out, taking pictures, uh, uh, and all of a sudden I hear my daughter in the car, she's like, "Dad!" And I'm, I'm, I look back, and the cars are coming towards me. I'm like, "Why is my daughter driving the car? Like, what is she thinking?" I'm like, "Why? <laughs> what are you? Oh, what are you God. driving for?" And she's like, uh, "Dad, I'm in the back seat." I'm like, "Oh crap! So oh shit!" I jump in. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't, hadn't put it in park, and so it was oh, rolling my backwards. God! towards me and uh, me and my other daughter so uh so jump in hit the brakes put it in park get it off the road yeah and and unfortunately this is a this is a problem i have sometimes when i get really excited about seeing a snake on the road we were driving in dar in darwin and and saw a big olive python on the road and i did the exact same thing and uh, luckily Luckily, old Birchie had my back, and he jumped over and hit the brakes and put it in park for me. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't gonna miss uh, coming up on that olive oh, python and checking it out. Although I almost resulted in its demise, as the car would have run <laughs> over it. If we, if we hadn't but, uh, So How I, I would they... learn to put the put the car in park first. But yeah. Saw, saw one of those kind of race, but I, I chased it. Man, those things are just fast. Like, it just was out of there and down a hole and didn't even get a very good look at it. I don't know what I was going to do once I caught up to it. I guess try to tail it like the like an Australian, you know. they It's like second nature down there. They'll grab any venomous snake and just tail it and let you take a look at it and then let it go. You know, they know what they're doing. But I don't know if I trust myself that well, and I know my wife would kill me if I died. I guess I'd already
3: <laughs> should
8: she not should not be happy. Leave leave the kids defend for themselves. Like so. Oh yeah, but, but um, well, yeah. So great. But yeah, great trip. I highly recommend it. Anybody uh, hint hint that's on the fence and hasn't been yet, you know, <laughs> get over there. Yeah. Sorry, I, I told you I, I told you I wouldn't give you a hard time, but I couldn't yeah. resist.
6: Yeah.
0: If you did. Yeah, yeah. We, we
6: deserve it. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah.
8: yeah. I'm not sure how we got so far afield from from blackheads. We were talking about blackheaded pythons. That's all right, that's what we were. Yeah, that's the way it goes on Morelia Pythons Radio, right? Exactly. So, um, <laughs>
0: That is the way it goes. Controlled <laughs> chaos. That's really all it is. Sometimes, and especially when we had round tables, it's like herding cats. It's like, oh good. <laughs> Here we go. It's yeah. like hey, hey, you know.
1: We haven't had it's, one of them in a while.
0: Oh, oh, wow. It's relevant by like the hey Nick, what do you think? Train whistle. All right. <laughs> like it's <laughs> I mean the perfect that's like a perfect kind of um If you could define NPR in a single interview, it's right there. It's like, (laughs)
3: yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Are you looking forward to those big ass spiders? Oh man,
0: that's gonna be. Oh yeah, giant ass spiders. Um, Not putting cars. I'm. I'm terrified of driving over there. I'm terrified. I'm gonna do oh, everything yeah. I can. I'm gonna do everything I can to not do it. <laughs> like I figure, with you, Rob, and Keith, it would be a great emergency if Owen has to drive the car. So I already told Rob
1: that that's what you that we, that's where you would go. I was like, yeah. he's not. He's not gonna drive. He's gonna no.
0: avoid it at all costs. See the <laughs> good. The good thing I will, about I will Northern run in and get coffee and I'll like buy people stuff so I don't have to drive. Like yeah. I will I will do stuff.
1: <laughs> Nick was so so right, man. So when we went, I made it all week until we drove to the airport to go home. And that's when I almost killed
0: us. See no <laughs> Dude, do you have any idea what my job is now? It's it's yeah. it's I approve auto accidents and things like that. You're nervous. I am driving home now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh dear. Yeah. Oh God. And Riley, no, no, I don't need to tell you what size backpack I wear. There's no need to find out what (laughs) size backpack I wear, and I'm not going to give you that information.
2: This is. I guess it's not relevant. It's too late.
0: Oh. Uh oh. Too late Too late is... I'm, I'm saying this knowing full well what the real answer is. Too late by means you've given up and seen the better and you're not going to do it?
2: Sure. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at sure, night tonight, whatever Owen. There. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. All it'll, right, be, so we, it'll be bad, too. I can already see it. <laughs> so we
1: got... <laughs> we got two more clips. All right. Um, and this one is
0: called The Cage of Death. Which... Before we get into this one with the whole how are we doing tonight, Owen and I'm like, My soul is prepared.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: every once in a while I wanna say things that just stop you dead, because then it's kind of just you're just like I uh, I got nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's like, yes. So yep.
1: they are my favorite little little uh little witty thing. little witty uh
0: statements. It's things that stop you just dead cold. So All right,
1: here we go. Cage of death. <sighs> yep. And those
8: Australians—they—they'll they'll grab anything. Those guys are—it's hard not to—it's hard not to get you know in that mindset when you're hanging out with the Australians. You know, uh, we were we were uh, herping around Brisbane and there was a red bellied black snake. You know, they're highly venomous snakes, and and it was calling under a log, and I wanted to get a picture of it, so I grabbed it by the tail, and I'm trying to pull it out and stuff. You know, just like wait a second, what am I doing? I'm handling this <laughs> highly venomous snake. You know, It's like. My life's gonna kill me, but so I had, you know, we 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 found a few more and really big, beautiful animals. You know, just these big old black snakes with red bellies. You know, just really impressive to see. But uh, so I I tailed one for a picture. You know, holding this big thing up. So that was that was kind of a thrill, but probably a stupid thing to do. You know, but, you know, when when in Australia, you gotta be like the Australians. So <laughs> <But, laughs> Driving to the street that everybody's told us about, and right as we're driving there, we see storm clouds in the, you know, on the horizon, and it, and it looks like they're productive. You know, they're, it's raining where we're going, and so we're like, "This is good. Stuff. You know, we're gonna. We're, this is perfect conditions. It's first rains of the season. That's gonna bring everything out, and things are gonna be cruising around the road." And sure enough, man, that night we found you know, four different species of, or three different species of python. We found a black-headed python, an olive python, some children's pythons. Unfortunately, like I said before, the children's pythons have been hit. But to see that, I mean, that wild black-headed python was just a freaking thrill. It was so awesome. And the same thing with the olive, you know, you just, you keep them in your, in your box at home, but to see them cruising along the road or into the brush, you know,
6: it's just a thrill. We went up to Fog Dam to for for Nick to find his
8: fuscus. We were really hoping to see Nick get bit by a big fuscus, but uh, <laughs> alas, it, just, it didn't happen. They didn't live up to their nasty reputation. So we it was it was fun. We you know we went there one night and we saw nothing, like just nothing was going on. And then the next night we went back for a little more, and like the place had just come alive. There were Then we saw five water pythons and a bunch of other. We saw the colubrid species, the keelback snake. Um, We saw the slaty gray, and we saw a big old snake neck turtle across the road, a big old rugosa. So that was pretty cool Fine, That's exciting. I almost got to see Nick get eaten by a crocodile, but... uh, he, he got away just he <laughs> survived oh, again. Holy <laughs> oh, man, I was I was freaking out. I'm like, Nick, you gotta get up off the side of the bank, dude. You you're gonna get eaten And then you know we see these fish start jumping just like off the bank and we're like, you know there's something big underwater that the fish are jumping <laughs> out of the out of the water to get away from it So we're like, Nick, get up here down dude. you're gonna get eaten <laughs> Finally he's like, Oh, I guess, a, I guess a juvenile water pipe, I not mean, worth worth dying for, so I'm coming, up, I'm coming up there, so, yeah. Luckily, we didn't have to try to do some rescue technique to get Nick out of the jaws of a crocodile. Well, you know, you drive to the city, to the address that we were given, and we're like, you know, in the middle of town, you know, you drive by and there's like this little recessed alcove. And it's yeah. a right smack dab in the middle of the downtown of, of Darwin, you know, just this little place tucked away. But they have the best collection of Australian wildlife that I have ever seen. It was fantastic. I mean, just any species of monitor, um, gecko, you know, python, they had just about everything. It was really cool. Wow. I think they had everything. You know, usually zoos don't really cater to the local stuff. They want to have the exotic stuff, which in Australia is all the boring stuff, like Burmese pythons, retics, you know, stuff like that. But I want to go to Australia to see Australian stuff. So I was really happy with this place. And they gave us the royal treatment, you know, took us behind the scenes, showed us the off, off exhibit stuff and some of the stuff that they were working with. So that was really a, a thrill. So anybody, again, you, you know, if you're going to a uh, Darwin area, you got to check out Crocosaurus Cove. It was a,
6: It was a cool place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they have this other thing where they have these uh,
8: juvenile crocodiles in this big, you know, tank, and they have this plexiglass wall, and you go there with these fishing poles that have little, um, you can put pieces of meat at the end of the, the line, and so they call it fishing for crocs, and you can, like, hold meat. And these things will jump, like, their full body length out of the water to grab the meat off the line. Oh. It's really cool, but apparently one of the keepers was walking between the this giant crocodile's enclosure on one side and then on the other side they have these little baby you know the smaller juvenile crocodiles and so he's walking along and one of the juveniles jumped up and grabbed him on the calf and <laughs> like luckily he didn't have, have enough of a hold but he kind of slid off and fell back down in the water and he got out of there quick but and it messed up his leg and this was just like a three or four foot crocodile you know couldn't imagine if he would have fallen in the tank he would have been a goner
4: Great
8: and old, <laughs> and uh, Rico and Mark Spataro had to jump into the cage of death, which is this uh, plexiglass cage that that you can get into, and they lower you down into the crocodile enclosure.
7: and oh. so You're, oh, you're,
8: oh, you're wow. like in the you're in the water with the crocodile, you know, separated by a, a couple inches of plexiglass. So. That's pretty cool. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I am
0: there. <laughs> I
3: guess,
8: yeah, it was it was pretty neat. Uh, although I heard the week after we left, some um, um, couple was in there, and the uh, and the crane mechanism that holds it, you know, lifts it in and out of the enclosure broke, and they plummeted it down to the bottom of the crocodile enclosure. Oh my and, god! Yeah, you know, the you know, so now you're faced with the issue: Do I? Do I try to, you know, do I drown or do I try to swim through a crocodile cage to get out of here, you know? I think, I I don't think anybody died. I think they uh, ended up being able to pull the thing out, you know, before they ran out of oxygen. But that would be a little <laughs> bit of a predicament. So <laughs> again, a little cold. They like talking about how many carpets they see everywhere. They call them, they call them crappets over there because they're just kind of the common... You know, who cares about a snake for, for a lot of people? So I'm like, give me a break, you guys. Come on. So, so But unfortunately, yeah. it was just a little too cool to find any carpets. So I'll have to go back sometime a little later in the year to, to see all those. But, yeah, they were tired. Oh, yeah, just the other day we saw one here. And all the time I'll see one over here when it's warm. You know, when it's warm, you'll see six or seven on the road. I'm like, come on, you're killing me, guys. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's an everyday occurrence for them, I guess. Exactly,
0: yeah. All that becomes, <laughs> yeah, becomes routine. They start calling them bad names and stuff. So, so Owen, are we doing the cage of death? <laughs> um, Whenever, dude. I would be all on that, dude. Come on. Do it. Yeah, I would. How many We're... times are you going to be able to be that close to a saltwater crocodile? I mean, do you guys know that for $400 you can swim with whale sharks at the Georgia Aquarium?
3: mm
1: I didn't know that. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you're, scu- if you're scuba certified, you can go down with them. If no you're shit. not scuba certified, you'd see it to feed them in, on the surface, which um, that's badass. Um, so I would totally be down for getting into a plexiglass tank and lowered into saltwater crocodile infested waters. Because there's plexiglass separating me from the killing machine. Um, you know... The second the crane breaks, though, I expect someone to come in and get me. So, you know, I'm paying you money. You're going to come save me, right? So, (laughs) yeah, I totally do that. Um, But it's just it's going to be loopy. So I don't know. I'm still not entirely like convinced it's happening. So we'll see. You're not convinced that we're going? No, I'm gonna have that I'm gonna have that holy shit's happening moment. I just don't know when. Yeah. Um it might be when we land in Los Angeles, it might be when we're getting on the plane to uh Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. It might be when we get off the plane at Brisbane. I mean Yeah. Dude, if we
1: get into the airport at Brisbane and there's a coastal carpet just sitting there chilling in like one of the, you know,
0: <laughs> we're changing planes or something. Done shit. get off. Yeah, done. <laughs> I can leave now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that would be Everything awesome. after this is butter, which I was trying to explain to somebody that if we find, well, like, what the, sig- the significance is of us finding a Owen Pelly Python. I'm like, it's it's a pretty rare snake and all this other stuff. And then I'm like, it's almost to the point where I feel bad that I'm the guy if I, like, that so many other, like, w- better, I don't know what I say better, m- more well-known, authored, published people... I've gone over there and not found them. And I'm like, and then I would find it. I feel like that's of course, this guy, this idiot would find it. So, I don't
1: <laughs> know. Oh, it's going to be great. It's yeah. It's going to be great. I can't believe it's here already. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So we got one more clip. Roll it. And it's called You got to do work at sometime. Yeah.
0: You know, luck, Luckily, when Eric and I cooperate, I do all the work. But um... It,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, um the... well, you got to do work at some time. I mean, oh, all the work for the show. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> I'm editing and, uh, and whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn! We're fighting in front of the. Uh, right. It's hard. It's hard we're to not be the sidekick. Damn. Again. Okay, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not supposed to fight in front of the de- guests. That's like rule number one. That we is fight, correct. We fight before the show. We fight after the show. Kids are never supposed to see mom and dad fighting. I mean, that's just how it's it works. Rude. Yeah. Man, it's rude, Damn it. Man. Damn it. All right, so. Holy balls.
1: That's some funny shit in there. That's man. for sure. So, stuff um, I've
0: forgotten about. Are we airing this tonight, or are we going to no. air? I'm sorry. What is today? Today's Thursday. I've lost all track of time. <laughs> so, um, so. Get it together, Bigfoot. Shut
1: up, you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Dude, that's happening.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it, it's like, it's like we're talking, and every once in a while, a trap door in the wall behind me opens, and like Riley pops out, says something, and then closes the door again. It's just like. I... <laughs> but, um, uh,. No, so this will be airing Tuesday, right? Uh huh. So then we're gonna we're gonna uh, record
1: two more. Two more, yeah.
0: Two more, two more for this thing. Okay.
1: We got the Diamond Python show next, right? Um, and then we got the calendar. show. Well, the Diamond Python will be when we're on our way. When well, we're back, actually, in the states.
0: Okay. And then we'll the
1: calendar that. contest will be uh, next week. The following week.
0: Right. So
1: cool yeah good times yeah so my final question is going to be well let's start with you riley do you have any thoughts on npr do you have a favorite guest a favorite episode maybe or one that sticks out to you
2: i mean that's that's a tough one to answer in a very short succinct way uh i guess i'll give you my thoughts i mean anytime nick gets on the show i I tune in very attentively because he is, without having the, the letters of PhD and certain things next to his name, he's brilliant. Like, he really does know his stuff. So anytime he comes on, um, I listen with 100% attention. Folks like him and Justin Jewlander and, and Ben and all those guys that are doing very unique things, I really, really gravitate towards those, those episodes. But I got to tell you, man. Some of my favorite episodes are, are when it's just you guys, just you two um, kind of playing off one another and just talking and just having fun and it's casual and it's genuine and it's authentic and and then there's like really good uh, experiential discussion of things you've you've observed or witnessed and it's like anything that a keeper like myself or somebody even newer can can learn something from I mean that stuff's. Invaluable. I, I couldn't go back and tell you like, this is my favorite episode. I really couldn't. Right. Um, but it's, it's fantastic. Like having the, the variety and plethora of guests you have on here that aren't necessarily always in Morelia. That's super exciting. Um, it, to me, it, it feels like we're in a living time capsule, you know, like however many years down the road or decades from now, Should this eventually end, um, whenever that may or may not be, we'll be able to look on this like a really, really impressive Herp History time capsule. And it's just amazing to be a part of it. I, Dude, I geek out on every episode. Like I really, every Tuesday, I'm like, here it is. When it was live, it was like. My girlfriend understood like, Oh, Tuesday's (laughs) MPR. Don't bug him. He's in the room cleaning snakes. Listen to the podcast. Dinner's going to be late. If at all, like just leave him alone. (laughs) And now that we're doing it recorded, I I can, I can sort of like listen to it at work or budget my time for it. But at the same time, it's, it's become a part of my life. And, um, I don't know. I really can't recall a time without listening to MPR or being so plugged in and, uh, yeah, I really couldn't pick one moment or episode out of it cuz it really has just ingrained itself in my DNA at this point.
0: Right on. Right on. I, I know I joked about it when uh uh Graham was on about what he was opening up the uh uh down in um what the the zoo in in Arkansas. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were going to have the library, and I was, like, joking. I'm like, eh, hey, we'll put the archive in the library somewhere. I'm like, eventually, you know, I do think the audio files should be saved somehow. I mean, these are interviews. These are good reptile interviews from, like, yeah. with good with, – but not because of you and I. If, if somebody wanted to go through and edit you and I out, that's fine with me. I, I don't care. Like you know, but the people <laughs> right. who we talk to, like, there's a lot of. Some people did a lot of cool stuff, and a lot of people did some uh, good interviews, and a lot of people told us a lot of really good things. And there's a lot of information there, and uh, I think it'd be a shame to lose it. Um, it's one of those things I will agree with Riley. Whenever Nick's on, it's a freaking riot. Um, any show where we end and I'm exhausted because I've been laughing so hard, yeah, <laughs> is, is, is a show I'm totally down with. Sometimes those are the episodes where it's just me and Eric. Sometimes it's the episodes with um, when Rob's involved. Sometimes it's the episode when Nick's on. Uh, you know, if, if any episode where I am. Where it flies, where it's like I look down and I realize we've been on air for like two and a half hours. Holy shit.
3: Right. You
2: know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys really uh, you you probably do understand and at least every once in a while you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, but it's hard to be um, it's hard to you know pat yourself on the back for something that you do regularly and we you guys don't probably want just to. see it as yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. because you're normal you're normal guys and to you this is just part of what you like to do and it's nothing beyond that it's just who you are as people it's authentic it's genuine it's nothing more to that to you but to folks like me and the rest of the community and people that are still coming up in the reptile hobby or the people who are to still come up in the hobby in the future, when they do find this, it's, it's an invaluable resource. And uh, I remember um, I found the show in probably 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I would listen to it periodically and, and go back and listen to the archives it's kind of like the same way I would go through the the complete carpet python book, and and look at it as like a, a bit of a, a bible, if you will, or just an encyclopedia of information, kind of like a reference. But it's invaluable in so many ways. And the fact that you know, gosh, I it feels weird saying it, but like I think two years ago or so was when you y'all first invited me on for uh Carpet Python round table with like Steven and Terrell and April and a few other people mm-hmm. and Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. dude, I, I can't tell you how subconscious I was about like, oh, can they tell my voice is shaking? I'm so nervous. Like, <laughs> because no. I could certainly feel it. I was sweating bullets. I couldn't catch my breath. I was in the snake room sweating my butt off. Like um it's very humbling and flattering to even just be a part of the community, let alone be able to talk to you guys and be on the show. And I don't, I don't think anybody can really put it into words, but eight years of doing a reptile podcast, it has not been done. It has not been done. It is still going on, but it's, it's unprecedented and you guys should really be proud of yourselves for the work you put in. And anybody who's listening to this, Aught to pour one out, tip a tip a shot, tip the cap, whatever you got to do to pay homage to you guys because this is, it's amazing right now and it's going to be beyond invaluable in the future when all these upcoming folks with this reptile industry boom that we have going on are going to be able to tap into this resource and really learn and really just sink their teeth into like, I don't know, I could go on and ramble on, on and on and, but it, it's it's monumentous you guys really do a service for the community and it's uh it's amazing what you guys have put together here you really have strengthened this community and anybody who comes into Morelia will tell you it's the best community within reptiles and not to say that any any other sub niche or sub community is lesser but there's something palpable here and and I don't think anybody can deny you're a big part of that so it's it's amazing what what you guys are doing. So it's pretty cool.
3: Thanks, yeah, brother.
1: yeah. Thanks, man. That's yeah. uh, that's cool because that's sort of the that was sort of the goal. You know, I mean, it was just to bring the community together and kind of like expo- I, You know, it's weird. Like at the time, everybody was so ball python driven, and um, More, yeah, you know, and it was just it was the the, the time that we were coming up. The carpet pythons were such a niche of the hobby. Because there you know, wasn't
0: any – there was, like, what, one morph?
1: Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and even even green trees or anything like that was really just, like, a niche that, like, you know, maybe people didn't even know about, you know? And it was, like, all of a sudden, you know, I'm exposed to these awesome people. And, you know, I can't – I. I Every time that I'm around the Morelia community, whether it's the East Coast, the West Coast, the Midwest, the Southeast, the Northeast, the wherever it is, you know, it's it's always it always feels like family, you know. I always feel like uh there are people that I know, uh, like I feel that I've known for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh it's
3: cool.
0: I I, I kinda guess the uh um the question for Eric is Do you see us ever stopping?
1: <sighs> That's a tough one, man. You know, I mean, eventually, in my mind, everything eventually comes to an end. Right. I guess at this point, though, I just don't see that. But I mean, it's just, it like, I guess, like the listeners, like you were saying, Riley, it just becomes part of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. So. Uh, I don't know. What about what about you, Owen? What do you, well, where do you
0: see that? I have an idea where eventually when we want to retire, what we do is we send out five golden carpet pythons. And <laughs> people have to find them. And then they have to come and visit us at uh, Eric's um, collection where they will have a tour of uh, the NPR studios and we'll see who lives to the end of it. And then they'll get it um, very much in a Willy Wonka like fashion. So, um, well, and I think that's how we retire. That's how we retire. Okay. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. I mean, the well, cool I mean it's, thing,
2: it's your party. You guys can, you guys well, can I do mean, what like, you want. Think
0: about it that way. Would you, would we ever, Eric, do you ever see us stepping down and handing over the show? Or do you think the show ends with us?
1: I think Honestly, this is what I think when it comes to this, and I've said this a lot, and I've said this to you, Owen, probably more than anything, is like, yeah. to me, just like I said at the beginning with Reptile Radio, there was a certain dynamic that was between the, the two of them that just worked. And I think that if, if, if something happened to me or you, I would think that the show couldn't be the same again. So mm-hmm. what I would say is that at that point, then I would—I re- think I would might still do a reptile podcast, but I would probably do something different at that point. Because to me, Morelia Python Radio would just be—I we- mean, it's always cool to have, like—and I like the idea, like we were talking earlier about, like— I don't know why we didn't think of it sooner, but like, you know, give Riley the keys to the, to the castle and let him like, you know, have fun with it for, for while we're gone. And you know what I mean? And like, True. we've had all these fill in guests and stuff. And it, I,
0: it'd be, it'd be funny to have a fill in like host. And I'm like, it's like, let Riley go nuts with, like, uh, a Collier Bridge show while we're not paying
2: attention. Like, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. um, (laughs) uh, Like No, I I totally feel you there, Eric. It really wouldn't be the same. It would almost, like, you could could pass on the audience and really just uh, absorb that same niche or something, but, like, the, the name would have to change or... Mm-hmm. Ever so slightly change, like I don't know. Well, it, just, and, it really wouldn't be the same. You guys have a unique dynamic that is uniquely yours and cannot be replicated.
0: But now here's the other thing: is that say the show stops at some point, right? Does Carpetfest stop? No, 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 no. I, I almost I like would hope knows. not. I almost feel like Carpetfest should have a life of its own at this point, where it, it should be. I think it has. It has I think it does you know? too. I, I think, mean, I think I think look, so. I think if I think if Eric were to be hit by lightning, the 2020 Northeast Carbon Fest might be a little bit somber, but um, I do believe <laughs> it would continue. So um, it would yeah. just also Dory wouldn't know why we're all at her house, but
2: it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something she's just yeah. gonna have to you know deal. Um, but statues would be made, of yeah. course. <laughs> but they, Wheeler can jump over the statue. And
3: get,
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, it's. It's one of those things where like, I would hope that Carpet Fest at this point has a life of its own and would continue on if we were to shut down the show or something like that and, and kind of be its own thing. I almost feel like Carpet Fest should just continue to grow and continue to get bigger. I mean, looking at the chat right now, people are already talking about which ones they want to go to this year, which ones they're thinking about flying to this year. And that yep. is probably my favorite Part of the show is the fact that there are multiple carpet fests that are just trying to get people to meet each other, get people to talk to each other, get people to check out other people's collections to get it kind of brewing outside of a reptile show away from the sales and grind of a reptile show. It's just the hangout and it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, because... I yeah. mean, oh, and you think of uh, the the all the time. Like I'm just thinking of Hamburg, right? You know, <clears> at Hamburg, you would have, uh, you know, Owen would be vending. And I'm just talking to carpet python people. You would have Owen. You'd have Jason. You'd have uh, Howard,
0: Mo at the time back
1: then. Kohler, yeah, yeah, Mike Curtin, I think even was um, vending well, I mean, Hamburg back then.
0: Mike Curtin never vended Hamburg, but he was around. Right, um, Ben vended Hamburg with me a few times, um,
1: but I'm talking about pre Carpet Fest. And like oh yeah, you yeah. would, you would walk up to like Jason Balin's table, and you want to talk to him about carpet pythons and pick his brain, and and he wants to talk to you, which, you know, you're kind of humbled by that because you're like, wow, this guy actually wants to talk to me about. he he doesn't know who i am and i'm a nobody like you know and he he wants to like chat with me about his his upcoming breeding season and like you know the the idea started going back and forth and we're kind of like well wouldn't it be cool if there was no show and we Mm -hmm. could just hang out and talk and then you know carpet fest was born um and uh yeah man it's been it's been it's been crazy it's 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 humbling in a way to see how it's become what it's become, you know?
2: Well, it's, dude, the Southwest Fest, this this past one, I couldn't tell you how many people there were, because I showed up late, and some of the folks had already, like, taken off, and I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to make it until, like, the morning of, and I drove up after work, and... Mm-hmm. Um, Brian was gracious enough to host it, and he has a caramel Coastal from Travis, and it's a beautiful animal, but that's literally one Morelia in his collection of you know dozens of retics and ball pythons and this and that, right. and everybody that came was a keeper primarily of other species. There was a handful of folks that had carpets, like Terrell made an appearance again, he broke away. From uh, his insanely busy schedule, Travis, you know, dipped out for a bit and came by. Um, But honestly, like, it was Garrett, uh, Garrett Hartle, uh, Brian, um, a few other folks from around the country. Like, there were folks that flew in just for this, and they don't keep Morelia. Right. It it doesn't matter. It it doesn't freaking matter. You've already done it. You guys have already done it. You've already, like... Literally th- sewn the stitching of uh, a zipper that you know just binds all these these communities and these folks across the country. Um, it started with Morelia, but it's really loosely expanded on just people who have uh, a general interest in in reptiles and being good community members, and it just so happens that the name rolls off the tongue. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. Like it's catchy to say, it's uh, it's easy to plan for. There's five within the United States, and now one in the UK. You guys have done it. You've exceeded whatever you could have potentially planned and imagined. I'm sure, like even in your wildest dreams. So,
1: um, yeah, that that never would have. Yeah. I never would have thought there would be <laughs> one in the UK, and you know, I, I never would have thought that. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Now that we have the international, I want to keep going. You know. Me,
1: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're next. Me, get,
0: get, get, where where that? Where are we me, going? Uh, next? <laughs> well, I, well, now I want to get onto the mainland Europe. So I'm I'm wow. hoping one in maybe France, Spain, France, Spain. Yeah, um, one of those. Uh, maybe pick another continent. Um, Africa,
2: South how America. About, how uh, about well,
1: in the hometown?
2: I would love real for Australia OG. to get off its ass. <laughs> Heck yeah. You no. Know, that's too much. We we yeah. need like a simple, easy to replicate like flash art, Carpet Fest tattoo that anybody can get too. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: Owen can get it as a big tramp stamp, and everyone else can get it as little flash. <laughs> hey, art. hey, 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 hey! hey. <laughs> nice.
0: Out of the two hosts, I actually have ink. Someone is pure as undriven snow on the other
1: Whoa. side. It's, a true, yeah. story. Ooh, it's a true story. Shots fired. Shots
3: yeah, fired.
0: It's a true story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm afraid that if I get like E.B. Morelia on my arm or something like that, or Morelia or something, you know, then I'll like decide that I want to breed corn snakes or some shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't want to jinx it, you know. Was that um, a shot of Joe? No. Oh. Geez, <laughs> man, always <laughs> trying. Hey, we gotta keep them. We gotta keep. We gotta keep the enemies at bay. Hey, you know, every once in a while. You know, like, I was
2: jealous. I, I, of, I, Joe constantly. Yeah, Dope. He, got a, he got a dope, he he got got a dope, dope piece on of work from is awesome. Yeah, and it was done by none other than Riley West Anderson, who yeah, is a geez. fantastic artist nice. who does anatomically correct pit vipers and indigos and all these yes, killer. Yes, I, I am killer, killer artwork. He also happens to have a cool name. Easy killer.
3: Um, so you know, you
2: know, Riley's. Uh, we gotta stick together. So. Hey, hey, hey!
0: So, I'm the only O in most people's phones. Okay, so let's. That's true. Thank you. I don't
1: really know that many O's. <laughs> the only O and I knew before I met you was the one from Throw Mama from the Train. You, dick. <laughs> you <dick.
3: laughs>
0: None of you watched that movie. No one watched that movie.
1: <laughs> that clip's going in.
2: <laughs> yep. In ten years, Rob will be able to pull that one and be like, Here's a gem. I
3: was
0: I think I, I, I think it was shortly after I was born and my parents were watching that movie and my father's like, Dear Lord, we've made a mistake.
1: <laughs> uh at the errand of
0: Grievances
1: at the Holiday Show, I'm going to ask Jim about that. Apparently,
0: um, <laughs> he was told that I. He told me that we need to give him a week's notice because he has a lot of grievances and he wants to make sure that they're organized.
3: <laughs> Which
0: I said, okay. So yeah.
1: Oh man, that's great, um, but. You know, and it's he, cool it's cool now. <laughs> it's cool.
0: You know, said the joke couldn't end until we pin him. So I don't know. What that <laughs> well, there you go.
2: That now answered we, your question. Now we know, now we know it needs yeah. to be done. Yeah. God.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's great. I was looking for I had a gym clip somewhere. I was oh no. Why you just said that. But
0: yeah. Every I'll, once uh, every once in a while he had a good one. In the early years they were horrible.
1: Oh man, he had some great stuff. Uh, I think my favorite one is when he thought you were out with a girl.
0: Tell him that. He's
1: just a uh, dick. I thought you were on a date, son. Not... <laughs> you know you're not gonna get married this way?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, Jim from Morgantown. Uh, he man, was a celebrity him. at Carpet Fest in June. Yeah, I know, right? It's yeah. like, keeps attention. We all took to photos you. with him. I saw Ian, Oh. <laughs> Ian could not stop saying that. Jim from Morgantown. Jim from Morgantown is Jim. <laughs> Tony, Riley, come here. We got to take photos of Jim from Morgantown. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> My mom awesome. pretends he doesn't like the attention, but that is not true. I was just going to ask he's that. He's a
2: celebrity. He knows. No, no, no.
0: He knows uh, I keep telling him that uh, I told him we were gonna make a hi I am Jim from Morgantown t-shirt or hello this is Jim from Morgantown for a long time listening yeah caller and then he started talking about what kind of proceeds what what kind of what his cut would be so I told him my next to
2: that's happened I have such a good photo of of us all hanging out was this so at,
0: was this at carpet fest
2: yeah it was uh out. Tony myself and uh, Ian. Maybe one other person, but we, we all took a photo in Eric's front yard with Jim. And it I was. Think, uh, I think you, the other person was me, Riley. You know. <laughs> you've been outshadowed. What some
6: other guy. Uh, all right, yeah.
2: Some some guy. Oh, shoot. It's the other. Ho- yeah. Oh, yeah. whoops. The other McIntyre. <laughs> that other dude. That other the, one. The, 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 the second Mac.
0: Yeah, let's not like, you know, that's like when Eric gets asked to do all
2: the other podcasts. Let's get the nice one. Leave that other one at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Owen. Mm-hmm. Uh, NPR wouldn't be the same without either one of you, and you know that. That's true. If that it's like, is true. Yeah,
0: the only thing that's keeping me from getting fired and replaced by Rob Stone, so yeah. no. Although see, uh, the, the dynamic would have I didn't
2: get a big hug yeah. when I saw you, you know. I know. I showed but... up and you're like, "Who's this California weirdo at Eric's house?" And like, <laughs> get out of here. I mean, I was like,
0: "Yes, owns here." You, you gotta play it cool, Riley. They can't know that I uh, play favorites, okay? Everybody's gotta get <laughs> on the same thing. Otherwise, you know, other people, other attendees of carpet fest would get massively jealous, and we don't want that.
1: The other buddy, he gets real upset. He goes and cries in the corner. I am actually
0: letting other buddy watch my animals when we're in Australia.
1: Oh, dear God. What no has happened pressure. to you?
0: I, <laughs> I, Sorry, I other buddy. I don't know. <laughs> so, But
1: that just had to make that.
0: But, <laughs> it couldn't, but no matter
1: who he said it was, that's it what
0: <laughs> It's like, no pressure, buddy. And, you know, um, watch the Timores and the Olives and the retics. And the carpets, on the, and the white pit, side, and everything else. Everything else is going to try to bite you or kill you. So. What if he
1: gets them to breed this season? No, maybe, he's not. maybe he's that's the mojo them. you need. He in is your snake watching room. them yeah. for
0: a week. There's no, like, you no. Know, he's not doing anything with them. He's just going to come over, and make sure they have water
2: and well, haven't flooded their cages. That's what you think. Go to why help. does, all why
0: of, <laughs>
1: why when you ship a snake across the country, does it eat? Or why when it's eating at somebody's house and you ship it somewhere else and he's, then all of a nothing, sudden it doesn't
0: eat? Nothing is changing. He's coming over to make sure they have water and have not know. messed up their cages. He has he's a lot of ambient
1: temperature, them. man. He has a lot of ambient temperature. <laughs> You're not leaving the house! <laughs> I'm saying he does. What, he's just a warm person? <laughs> <body? laughs> Have you been,
3: he's a big with other rock, buddy? See? I don't understand. <laughs> <We> <laughs> he's a big,
1: are. huge hot rock.
0: So he uh, burns them when they're close by for no reason.
1: Owen's yeah. rethinking this. He's like, I'm so much
0: right <laughs> now. My gears are spinning so fast. <laughs> I think
1: I've misjudged
0: this the one. The problem is, is that he's going to text me on Wednesday because he's going to listen to this and be like, don't listen to Eric. I'll do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 love, I love you, other buddy. <laughs> It's all it's all good. Uh, it's all good. He's, he's literally coming over after Hamburg um, to uh, go through the motions with everything and make sure he doesn't die.
3: So, OK, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah after he's de-loused. That is
1: so <laughs> it can't be any worse. I got Dory watching my stuff. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, I thought you would normally have your brother.
2: No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. But Dory like changes waters and stuff for you while you're gone, without you even like asking her to.
1: Yeah, she's gonna take care of the ring pythons, make good sure that reals. they have water.
2: <laughs> just, well, because if her. the
1: ring pythons don't have water, they die. Carpet pythons, true. they don't have water. They they you know, they'll be okay. But, yeah, they yeah. just
2: they
0: just pee on themselves and they're like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta make sure the white lips and
2: some other things have water, so.
1: Water. Very important. Very, very yeah. important.
2: Throw some humid hides in there. Throw some sphagnum moss <laughs> with like a little tub inside the tub. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to do for them. Um, yeah, just do something that adds a little extra moisture that also has retaining properties to it. I did tell other buddy that I counted how many rough
0: scales there were, and they would,
3: <laughs>
0: it would be the first thing I would count when I came home. Um, and you should God add help one him. just to piss them off at the end. I should I should just move one into a different cage and leave the door. Open. Yeah.
2: yeah, there were five. Why do I only have four?
3: I
0: just I just I just want him to have that one moment of like my rough scale, like my male rough scale's cage door is wide open when he comes in. <laughs> oh, and I've taken the ruffy yes. and put it in like a thirty-two quart bin over here, and he has that one moment of now he has to tell me that my rough scale is gone. (laughs) It's like, but I'm afraid what he would do to my room, trying to find it after that. Cause if it were me, I know. I'd be like, "All right, I will put the room back together when I'm done. Until then, I'm finding this snake." So yeah. he's
1: gonna be searching your house high and low and find little, uh, you know, Redding reptile cards with Scott boarding, "Love you, Ellen not- on it <laughs> in your house.
0: <laughs> I am still not entirely, dude. When I move out of this place, I'm gonna find them. All. Yeah,
1: when they move into your house, the people that come and buy your house, sure they're gonna now. be I, like, "What the hell is Redding reptile the-
0: breeders?" <laughs> They're gonna ooze out the floorboards. Well, the thing yeah. is, I'm I'm talking about re- getting the carpet ripped up and putting down laminate, and I'm like, if I rip up the carpet again, too, I'm gonna find a Redding Reptile Breeders card somewhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like, it'll yeah,
0: be in the middle one. It in, in the middle of the floor. It'll be like, how did they do this? It's like, yeah. So.
3: <sighs>
1: okay, so right. word about. Three hours almost so
0: of incoherent almost. rambling. Usually yes. another episode of Morelia Python Radio. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, well, the
1: I want to say
2: show, you go hard. Yeah, that's yeah right. Right. <laughs> I want to send a big
1: thanks out to, uh, to you know to you Owen for doing this with me, and to uh, to Rob and to Riley for you know helping us behind the scenes, and uh, you know I can't forget guys like Matt and Keith and you know all those guys and. Uh, shout out to all the other podcast, reptile podcast people out there. Let's see. I'm just going to run down the list real quick. Corrales Radio, From the Ground Up, GTP Keeper Radio, Herpological Highlights. Uh, you got um, Reptile and Chill. Yeah. Um, you got as Reptiles now, uh, Snakes and the Fat Man. You got the Chondrocast, the Herp... The Del- Lock... Del- Del- THB. Thank you. <laughs> That's always a tongue twister for me. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. There's Word on the Snake Fine. There's Wildlife Cake and Cocktails. And then there is the Australian uh, Wildlife Show. All awesome reptile-related podcasts. Um, uh, any one of them. All, all my rotation. All the time. Um, just good stuff. So, it's good to see that more people are doing it. Um and then a thank you to all the guests that come on and share mm-hmm. their knowledge and information and experiences and all that stuff and stories. Um and yeah, the listeners, you know. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh
0: without you guys, we would not have even gotten past the first season. So, <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, so that's really all I got.
0: Well, dude, I would say it's it's been a joy and that um, I have definitely made far more friends in the reptile community having been on this show than I ever would have not been. I also have expanded my collection and my horizons far beyond what I ever would have imagined because of this show. And I am as plugged into the reptile community as I am today solely because of this show. So it has been a huge part of my reptile journey and um as much as we kid that we're gonna shut it down stop it go two more years quit whatever i'm i'm not gonna stop until i have to so (laughs) we're gonna keep rolling with npr for forever so yeah Yeah.
1: We'll be some old fidgety dudes like the two old dudes in the Muppets from
0: up in the. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And then we'll just go on other podcasts and just heckle them from the high seats. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Back in my day. That's the dream, dude. God. Oh, dear. dear. Especially because, like, you know, people, we've said it, like, when we first started, people said that, what are you going to do? There's not going to be enough to fill a show with just Morelia. But. Snakes in general, as well as even Morelia itself, is is constantly changing. New stuff is coming out. New papers are being done. New science is happening. New morphs, new projects, new breeders, new everything. So, you know, there's always going to be something to talk about. And as long as there's something to talk about, we will keep trying to talk about it. So, yeah. um, if you've been with us so far, thank you. If you're new, stay tuned. Right. Um, and then, uh, hopefully... In the next couple episodes, you'll be hearing all about our trip to, from Australia. So, yeah.
1: We finally yeah. do it. We finally doing it. We finally <laughs> made it.
0: And that's when Owen tripped coming out of the airport and broke his leg. You idiot. <laughs> Damn it. No, God. because it. you have the monkey
2: back up. That's oh right. And Eric pulled Eric you back up you. real quick. Yeah. And, and then work. you guys you. have a, a moment where you look at each other and go, Riley
1: was right. Ted Riley, what a swell guy. Do
2: you want us to
0: text you at like noon? It'll be like three AM your time. Yes.
2: Like that. I'll I'll get it. I'll get it. And and I'll send a little leprechaun gift and be like, You're welcome. (laughs) Welcome
1: (laughs) Love it. Uh, closing thoughts. Riley, you want to throw anything out? Closing thoughts? Any anything left that you got?
2: Contact. Nah, you, you you guys you guys kill it. You do so much. I I don't even want to put my stuff out there. It's all about all about NPR and and love for the Morelli and the community. It's not about me.
0: I'll do it. Check out Riley's stuff. His uh, carpets and coffee and all that other kind of cool jazz he's got going on. And he's the only guy that I'll actually have his logo stickers on my incubator. True so, story. Yeah, nah. yeah. Next to the Bigfoot oh. sticker. What is yep. that? Sound like? What so, about the magnet I sent you? That's on the fridge. That's yeah, on the that's on the, that's the human good, fridge.
1: There you go.
2: <laughs>
1: you have arrived, my friend. You are my yeah, McIntyre right? yeah. fridge.
2: <laughs> I just need to produce some coastals to send them to really validate myself. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You, next you step. got
1: it this season, man. Just listen we'll to the last see. episode. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see.
0: Just we'll just trade three bucks.
2: Uh, yeah, we can do that, too. We can do that, too. I introed them while we were starting the show, and I was, I, like, pissing my pants. You didn't hear it.
0: No, I'm too terrified to not. Like, they don't get an intro until I'm that, down there, so they're going to wait. So. Uh, it's terrifying. They're fine, though. <laughs> yeah. So, awesome, man. All right. Uh, well, cool. So, I guess we'll just, uh, you want to go through the motions, and then we'll shut it down?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, for us, net. You can check us out there. If you've got anything you want to share with us, info at com is the email. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on whatever podcast app you use. Um, yeah, if you really want and you can't seem to get any of them to work, you can always go to the website and listen straight off the website. Um, and there's that. Uh, for us, for me, I'm E.B. Morelia. Uh, you can check out whatever. Uh, just under all that um and yeah i think that's all we got promo plug us, the right? store plug. oh yeah yeah i forgot <laughs> well it's we kind of have to spruce that up but anyway the <laughs> uh right now we got the Teespring um uh store you can just uh follow it off of our website and uh go get some npr swag if you will um but we'll be adding some more stuff Owen's got all these cool shirt ideas, but somehow we never make them happen. And we yeah, somebody make that needs, happen. somebody
0: with talent needs to contact me because I got all these ideas. Yes. <laughs> well,
1: just tell me the ideas, and I'll see if I can make it work.
0: I'll write them down. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So look forward to that. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Owen.
0: Cool. Uh, what I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the stuff we got going on there. You can also follow me on Instagram at rogue-reptiles.com. And at Facebook at Rogue Reptiles uh, on Facebook. So, yeah, that's it. I will be at Hamburg this weekend very shortly. Uh, if you're around t- there, I will definitely want to go check that out. Uh, stop by. I know I'm not sure if Matt Minitola is going to be vending or not, but um, Jason Balin will be there. Howard Redding, Eric Kohler. Uh, check out those guys' tables for all this stuff from Morelia. And, uh, yeah be really cool to see you guys there um i will say uh that's all we have for you tonight and thank you all for listening for the past eight seasons eight years and we will catch everybody back here next week for some more moralia python radio good night and
8: certainly me out about 20 minutes after the sun went down, I see this unmistakable shape. I mean, it's like the, you know, what you're looking for and what you want to see when you're out road cruising. And it's a big Python, you know, getting ready to cross the road. And luckily, you know, it was off the, on the shoulder, the shoulder was nice and broad and easily to see it was a perfect area for road cruising. And so, you know, I pulled over and, and picked up this animal, oh, man, I, it's just indescribable. It was, just a beautiful specimen. Um, you know, I've got pictures on my website of this animal. Just gorgeous animal. You know, probably the the nicest one you could see. <laughs> you know, over there. <laughs> and so I was, I was just totally geeked out. You know, taking wanker shots, holding it, and you know, just admiring it. You know, of course, you're not supposed to handle them, so I'd never said that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, happy. Okay.
3: <laughs> How <can you>
4: <laughs> we didn't. something Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. You guys have to edit that out, right? So, yeah. Anyway. We'll figure
3: we'll that out. Yeah.
8: <laughs> you know, I I highly recommend if you're considering buying a you know five thousand dollar snake, consider putting that money into a trip to Australia <laughs> and getting over there and seeing them because it's uh, it really furthers your understanding of these animals and and what they need to to thrive. You know.
6: Yeah, I that's uh that's our goal this year.
8: <laughs>
6: All right. Yeah, I, no reptiles, we're taking the trip. <laughs>
8: oh, <my laughs> right,
6: right on. <laughs> uh, cool. Right Owen, only selling reptiles yes. this year. No only buying, buying <laughs> reptiles. No <laughs> buying. No, I that got a rough up, up
3: to buy anything.
8: Yeah. It's yeah, definitely a sacrifice. But <laughs> <little> well <Yeah>. worth the <laughs>
6: sacrifice. We yeah. kind of screw stuff up. <laughs> yeah. 2016. That's when it's happening.
3: Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah, the time. Yeah. There you go. It happened.
0: Go out there, see what happens. If you can travel to where they're from, freaking do it. Have some fun.
6: Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I have to, I have to make it to, I have to make the pilgrimage. I mean, and, and yeah. you know, it's so hard. What's so hard yeah. is that there's so, Australia is so big and there's so many different things to see. All
3: done in <laughs> you know what I mean? And
0: yeah. If, if these parked pythons were from like some tiny little island, we'd be like, perfect, let's go do the whole friggin' island. But no, they're from a giant ass continent
5: and all yeah. different parts. And the thing is, it's not like Australia is like the size of Pennsylvania, it, it, it is massive. So yeah. it's like multiple trips would be needed to see all the different species. And you know what? you might have a trip where you don't see me. Like, what was – Justin said he went and he didn't see any car by the at one time. <laughs> I, I want to see, see saltwater
0: crocodiles just so I can feel very inferior. You <laughs> can see. <laughs> and I never would be look at a body of water the same. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, would be a, I would be a Scooby
6: snack to a, uh, oh to a saltwater
0: crocodile. That is an animal the size of an SUV. Let us now go away from it. I mean that that. Dear God. (sighs) That's going to happen
6: this year, with or without you, my friend. (laughs) Next year. Next year. I told you. 2016. 2016. It's 2015. Don't. Yeah. We're what three months away? Come on. Shut
5: up! I want those three months. (laughs) All right.
6: Well, so next week, Owen, is our four-year <laughs> anniversary.
5: Oh, Jesus Christ! We've been doing this for four years,
6: four years. Oh, How time has flown by. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I think uh, that episode will just be, uh, will be us, and we'll probably take calls. And you know,
3: you I, and I'm Ian,
0: trying. Open the phones to the world. If you want to call in and share with us your favorite moments, or? what have you, or just call and drag on us.
3: I'm
6: hoping nobody... that we get a call from no. A, a, no. a man named Jim and, uh, no. you know, no. says, way back in no. the day when, when no. Mr. was just he, a wheeling.
3: He, he, just, <laughs> <he's been laughs>
6: he had dreams of co-hosting a Stop. podcast.
0: He's rubbed <laughs> his mouth lately, and I'm afraid of what he may say, so I'm not telling him. That uh, the show's
6: you know what would be crazy university. if if both of our dads called in, that no that oh would be no. God.
5: my <laughs> God, But that would be exactly what we'd go on right here. You do your dad has all
0: the herpa culture knowledge, and you know my father would just be here for the comic relief. It'd be no change in the show at all.
6: <laughs> yeah, it'd just be like the older version. Like yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like what I, the I show's am- gonna be in the next ten years. So, yeah,
6: I have yeah. am- to the uh, the the. Uh, The old dudes that were on the Muppets that used to hang up in the the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Crumpy dude.
4: (laughs) Get off my lawn. It's not not that far. (laughs) So far, yeah, it's pretty
0: good. Um, Like you said, also, phones will be open so you can call. I mean, my favorite, if we're going to go into that, is when Eugene Bissett called me an unproven breeder or unproven (laughs) male.
5: Yeah,
0: that was pretty cool. I didn't have kids. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> anyway, uh, again with the whole being Star Trek by Star Trek by hurt people, Eugene Bissett just made fun of me. That's fantastic.
6: The animal that I got from a carpet fest was one of uh, the Inlands from uh, Australian Addiction.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I remember that one. <laughs>
6: I had to have that, man. That was uh, I need
0: I need inlands, dude. I do. It's stop it. I'm not buying snakes. We're going to Australia.
5: Damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Well, I'll, be
6: them. I'll be breeding inlands the same year that you'll be breeding Ruffy. So we got well, we
0: got each other covered. You already and talked we, about that for the black base wet you, yeah, trade. You're gonna get water pythons for the inlands, okay? God damn it. <laughs>
6: um don't forget USARC. We have the booster going, uh, the Morelia Wise yes. on Radio T-shirt, booster, all proceeds going to USARC. Uh, so <laughs> right, you're going right to donate to Get a cool T-shirt.
0: Right, right now we've raised 60 cents.
7: 60 cents? Oh, wow.